we are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just tap not tap water. water. I it don't defeats the, the whole purpose. Really I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, you I add more water. water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's, literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and your body just anyway. expels what you don't need your yeah. body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee more right mm -hmm. what were your symptoms before oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home eight hours a day and i there were many many days that i did not make it through a whole shift because i was dizzy i was nauseous i was shorter like shorter breath to the point which is what i think was causing my dizziness because i wasn't getting enough oxygen i felt terrible like almost all the time and i went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in february and it really has made a difference and it's hey every better. day seriously start really, your is day what it is. It's like really, start your day really have with to. cardio miracle go to defiantmiracle.com it's our affiliate link use promo code defiant if you sign up for the subscribe and save then you get oh, that's so helpful an additional to order it yeah 10 percent off and then they just send it to you every month all right so uh cardi miracle get yes. yours today defiantmiracle.com promo code defiant it's time to resist they can't arrest us all and they can't keep all your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed we don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or kept up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, 
cared for or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Dear God, thank you for leading me down this path. I'm thankful for the man that I am. At first, I didn't understand. Now I see the tribulations that I faced were all part of the plan. I tried to walk away, I wasn't whole. You fill the gap inside my heart and let me know I had a soul. I was bleeding on the inside. Nobody could see that I looked into the mirror. He was staring back at me. Now I gotta say, I was lost. Where'd I go? Now I'm here, glory road. Child of God, not a sheep. Lost my way, came on home. Used to think the world was cold and I was fighting all alone until I made that call and heard his voice and touch right through that phone. All my pain, all my stress, added to the dumb neglect. I used to take my burdens and disperse them round to all my friends. Anger and frustration was a means, but never to an end until you picked me up and took that weight right up off my chest. A child of God, nothing more, nothing less. Born sinner, not by choice, but also born blessed. I could feel the pressure building up and choking at my neck. Then God told me take a breath and he would handle all the rest. I'm not a stranger to evil. I've done wrong to people. I've told lies, but in his eyes, I am still equal. My words weaponized. Bars save lives. They lethal and take off in the sky. Spread wings like eagles. My life's an open book. Something for the world to see. People watching what I do. So I'm careful of words I speak. Came up as a child. I never thought that this was what I'd be. But now that it's my path, I swear to God that I won't fail to leave. Speaking positivity with every single breath I breathe. Working up to God, I'm on my hands and down on my knees. Asking him to grant me with the strength in this world of greed. To be the person that will have a shoulder when they need to lean. Promises I made to you, God, yes, I will keep. May not be who they want, but I'm making what they need. Rose from the dirt in the middle of the concrete and bloom to a tree to create and disperse seeds. Impact is what I bleed, won't fall for anything. I answer to God, I don't answer to no human being. I am not a slave, I am not the devil nor a fiend. I'm a child of God, just like you, we on the same team. Grab my hand, stand up, I won't leave you. You need me, just to 
as much as I need you Fight these battles with me I promise that you will see through And stand tall over things beneath you Child of God, he is I And you are him To see God, we must first look within Nowhere else, no place No human, no race Just us and faith Till we meet again It's Dax We're all created in God's image Each and every single one of us Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing this morning? Happy Monday. Yay for Monday. New intro song today. I don't know if Lion is up yet to have heard it, but that's okay. Because we're moving into a new book today. A book of poetry, starting with Job. Since we finished Esther yesterday. Nehemiah and yes, Esther yesterday. But before we get there, oh. wow, hold on. I want to review the uh, message that I got on Friday about time. And there's five questions as there always is in these tests. And we've been answering them, all five questions each day. But this week I wanna do something a little different. And maybe I, for the first time in one of these tests, I feel like I'm, have more of a leg to stand on to help you all down your path to the understanding that I've gained because I threw time away a long time ago. So, the seven tests. These tests have answered who you are, what the value of life is, where blessings come from, and now we must ask how. Why replace the question of when with how? What importance is it to remove time? Or is that time itself is not important? I've told you before what time is. Time is life. But that is my perception from where I stand, not yours. Your life revolves around time. You number your days. You time your day. You display the time on nearly every device in your home. Why be so consumed by time? Is it because time is your life? Or is it because life is time? Humor me and answer the five questions while describing your perception of time. Then answer those questions again while describing your life. Are the answers the same? How do they compare? So the first question, who are you without time? Who are you without time? Last night, Mick and I went to bed relatively early, like 10 o'clock. And Mick fell asleep first. And we were watching a, some superhero movie, one of the Marvel movies, Doctor Strange and what, and the multiverse, I think it was. And uh, 
And I knew Mick was already asleep, but that's okay. Because that's the best time to talk to Gabriel without him coming to me. If I just want, if I just have a quick question, I ask him when Mick's asleep and he answers while Mick's asleep. And so I, just the thought popped into my head. I said, what if all these superhero movies are to prepare us for what's coming as some one-eyed octopus was tearing down a building on the screen? And Gabriel said, you already know the answer to that. You will see things you cannot even comprehend. This you can comprehend. Wait till the giants come back. Oh, the giants are coming back. So you will see things that you've never seen before. Okay. And then a few minutes later, he just said, You humans are so bound by time. Yeah, time is the hardest chain for us to break. It's ingrained into all of our lives. Our lives revolve around time. We break our time down to the second. On a regular basis, scientists will break it down to the nanosecond. We go to the second, right? The minute, the quarter hour, the half hour, the hour. Everything is by time. We have to be to work at a certain time. I start the show at a certain time. I have to get up at a certain time, make sure the kids get off to school at a certain time. Everything happens at a time. Now here in the South, time runs a little differently. We say it runs a little bit slower, right? It was rough for Mick to adjust to being in the military where if you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're 15 minutes late, don't even bother to show up. But here in the South, yeah, 15, 30 minute cushion, pretty much for anything, right? You tell someone you're going to be there at noon, they expect you by about 1230. If you want someone to be there at noon, you ask them to be there at 1130. we're still manipulating time. The only one that doesn't play by time, I would say, are like cable repair guys. They're like, yeah, we'll just show up at some point. Might be today, might be next week, might be next year. We'll just show up at some point. They don't care about time. But who are you without time? Without time? Hours, seconds, minutes in your day. Me? The only times, again, I laid out the times that I need to abide by to get up at a certain time, to get the kids off to school at a certain time, get the show started at a certain time. But I haven't owned a watch in... I don't even, 30 years. I had an Apple watch for a little bit, but I threw it away. It bothered me. 
made my arm hum. Didn't like it. I'm like, I mean, like less than a month I had that thing for and I threw it away. Accidentally on purpose broke it. I'm really good with that though. But an analog watch, I would just suck all the battery power out of it. I'd put a battery in and 20 minutes later it'd be dead. So what's the point of wearing a watch? So I learned to live without tracking time as a child because I couldn't wear a watch. We didn't have phones. If you're outside all day, you judge the time by the sky, right? You had to be home by when the streetlights came on. Then you know when the sun starts going down, you should get probably pretty close to your house so that when the streetlights come on, you can be walking in the door and not get in trouble. So you can sit down at dinner on time. We've changed the time of our dinner here in this house. We used to have dinner after the show. Now we have dinner before the show at the teenager's request because he said nine o'clock was just too late for him to eat. He wasn't hungry anymore. Okay, that's fine. It gives me more time during the day to cook dinner instead of me trying to rush around and get something halfway decent thrown together so that we could eat before midnight. Now I start cooking dinner at 3, 3.30 at a specific time so that it's done on time at five o'clock and we can sit down to eat before the show. What if we didn't have time? I mean, what if we didn't have the ability to track time the way we do now? What if you had to judge time by the sky, by your own cycles, like your own body? If you woke up when your body told you to woke up, maybe because the five roosters are crowing outside your window. You look out, you see the sun's coming up. Oh, I should get up. Okay, I got stuff to do at some point during the day. And then you made breakfast if you were hungry, when you were hungry. And went about the day and took as much time to do whatever it was you needed to do as it was required to do it properly. And then moved on to the next thing and ate when you were hungry and went to bed when you were tired and never once looked at a clock. Would you be able to do that? Personally, I look forward to those days. I can't wait until the time that we're able to do that. At one point, on one hand, I'll miss the time I spend with y'all every day. On the other hand, it'll be the final chain that binds me broken. So, but there are different concepts of time. Time as in a notated time, right? Your seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years. And then time as it really is, a span of time, a period of time, right? A time for every season. So, who are you without time? Without notated time? Free. 
for me, free. Who are you without life? Life bound by time. Correct, dad at home. There is no such thing as time. Except that what we made, the way we judge time is designed by man, not by God. When we can finally break that chain of time, we're no longer bound by man. And we can give ourselves more fully over to God and truly live our lives as we were meant to. So, that's my answer to the first question. I think the best way to describe who you are without time is to start by describing who you are with time. Think about it. So, um, Brother Matt, Brother Matt had a live yesterday, which I didn't get to watch the whole thing. It actually started just before True Spiracy ended, and but I was making dinner because True Spiracy starts earlier. So on the weekends we eat after the shows. So I'll go back and listen to that. It was pretty long. I want to say 30 minutes and it was the part I saw of it was hard for him to describe. He was definitely having a difficult time with it. Maybe we'll save that for a weekend show and we can go a bit longer. So today we're going to continue on with his, uh, the next message in the series. This one was given December 30th. So Some Brother Matt for you this morning. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to share today is from December 30th, 2023. So from early this morning, about 3 a.m., uh, the Lord uh, gave this to me to share. If you are new to this channel, I do encourage you to check out the other videos so you can hear the other things that the Lord has been um giving me that I've been sharing here. I want you to know that this is not a sermon, that this is not uh, just me quoting a scripture, uh, that this is the message that the Lord gave me to share, told me to share. And so I am being faithful to do what he told me to do by sharing it with you. I, I don't explain everything that's here. I don't interpret everything that's here or add to it. I just am gonna give you what he gave me and we will trust the Holy Spirit to help you to understand what it means and how you should respond to it. Um, I, I need to just get right to it, so I'm just gonna get to it. Uh, December 30th, 2023, this is what it says. Will you listen to me, O man? For I, the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, shall speak. Declare these words, O servant of the Lord, Perhaps there are some who will have ears to hear and eyes to see. I, the Lord, the maker, the sustainer of all things, he who was from the beginning, the father of all creation, the ancient of days, the one who is not silent, 
God above all gods, King above all kings, Lord above all lords, ruler of the nations, he who was and who is and who is to come, the Alpha, the Omega, first and last, the only wise counselor, the advocate, father of light, in whom is no darkness, in whom is no shadow, the righteous one, the holy one, he who sits on the throne, Jesus, he who is called the Nazarene, he who is born of the virgin, he who is the chain breaker, he who conquered death and hell itself, he who despised not the cross, but was crucified for you. He who was buried in a tomb. He who was risen from the dead. He who was raised imperishable and ascended in the sight of many. The Lord of all. The coming King. It is he who speaks to you. Blessed is he who hears this word and obeys. My sheep know my voice, and they come when their master calls to them. They will not come for another. I am he who calls you home. Come to me, O my children. I have prepared a place for you. The time is coming. It is now here. The hour is upon you. And the time of your exile has come to an end. The day is upon you. Make ready. Make ready. Send out the call. The bridegroom is coming. Arise and light your lamps, O virgins. Join in the procession, for the marriage feast is about to begin. Arise, wake from your slumber. Arise, arise, for the bridegroom is here. Tell the guests of the bridegroom that the day has arrived. Go to the highways, tell it in the marketplaces, tell it on the heights, tell it on the depths. Tell them that the day has arrived. The day is upon you. I have come to gather all that are mine. You will see my sign. It is time for you to come home. I have not forgotten you. I have not forgotten my promises to you. I will complete everything as I have said, for I am the faithful one. My sheep know my voice, and they answer when I call. 
Behold, I am calling you, O children. I am calling the sheep of my pasture to come home to me. The time of your exile is at a close. It is time to come home. Those who are left will gnash their teeth and curse the God who made them. Ready yourselves for the day. Brothers and sisters, I mean, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm giving you what he gave me to say. I strongly recommend you look at Matthew 25, uh, parable of the wise and foolish virgins. And um, Luke, uh, I think it's Luke 14, 12 to 24, which is the parable of the wedding banquet. It's definitely seemed to be strongly referenced here. Um, you know, I'm not setting dates. I just know that there's urgency. You know, I mean, there's been urgency throughout all of this. But um, be ready. Be ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Like, I'm ready right now today. Let's go. But as we wait, for however long is left for us to wait, we have to be about his business until he comes, right? In the in the parable of the talents, that's what the master says to the servants, to do business until he comes. Other translations say, occupy until I come. So that doesn't mean that we put our feet up on the desk and we just wait. It means we, we are still about the Lord's business until the day. So whether it is today or whether it is in six months or whether it is, I don't know how long, we have to live with that urgency and that readiness. And we have to continue to be about his business until he comes. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know what else to say, guys. I'm sorry. I I'll continue to give you these things as he gives them to me. That's what I do. Um, as you know, if you're new, please subscribe and, and like and share this with other people. I, these messages, I feel like we just we want to try to get them to as many people as possible. It's the Lord's it's the Lord's message. You know, it's a it's a testimony. These are all testimonies. Um, it's not on top of the Bible. It's not addition to the Bible. It is a, it is a testimony. Um, so people will turn back, so people will turn to him, so people will come to faith, so people will be encouraged, so people will be challenged. All of those things, that's what it's for. I pray you'll be blessed wherever you are. I am praying for you. Please put your prayer requests in the comments. I will pray. I know other people will pray. Continue to pray for you. Some of you who have been long commenters on this channel, I haven't heard from in a while. and um, 
So if you haven't commented in a while and you used to comment a lot, drop, drop a comment for me so I know you're okay. Think about you guys. Um, so I'll be back if uh, he gives me something else to share. And if not, I'll, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you up there. We'll all be together. So brothers and sisters, be blessed. I love y'all. God bless you. May he encourage you and strengthen you today. That's all I got. Thank you, Brother Matt. Remember, when the time comes, do not run. Do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. Lindsay had an important question. She said, is this referring to an actual wedding? It confuses me. It's confused a lot of people for millennia. Yes, he always says bridegroom. Which is one word, by the way, bridegroom. I have asked many times who is the bride. And I've been told that I cannot know the answer to that question as of yet. Which tells me that it's a specific person, entity, something. And not just a parable, not, not a reference to his chosen. So... Yes, I think it refers to an actual wedding. I guess we'll all find out soon enough. Before we get started, let's pray. My roosters are being very loud this morning. They're having a crowing competition with the rooster across the pond. They love to say good morning back and forth for like three hours every morning. So, dear God, Thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to accomplish the tasks you've set for us and still continue going about our daily lives as we prepare for your return. Thank you for sending us your messengers, for giving us ears to hear your words, eyes to see your signs, the discernment to be able to sift the lies from the truth, and the courage to be able to speak those truths to others, especially those that we would like to join us on our path back to you. God, we ask that you soften the hearts of those that we chose, that we choose as you've chosen us, and softened our hearts. God, we ask, please, for your protection in these tumultuous times. So many are under attack every day, every night. 
We ask that you please keep them safe spiritually, mentally, and physically as they fight for you. Thank you, God, for our animals who teach us about unconditional love and what it is to live for you alone. Thank you for our children. Here's innocence, curiosity, ability to question everything and love reminds us of what we're fighting for. Thank you for my husband, my rock. I depend on him every day. And he, I. I pray that everyone has someone like that in their life. Thank you, God, for life. Every single day, even these rainy, dreary ones. Thank you for life. So, today, we are starting on Job. Into the books of poetry. Rock, reach out to the mats and find out what happened with your gold pills. Not that I need them or want them. We would just end up giving them to Liana anyway. So go ahead and donate them to her if you get them back. But I appreciate the sentiment. So. On to the books of poetry, starting with the book of Job. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she-asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. And his sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job, doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made 
and hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. And the Sabians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Chapter 2 Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among him, among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man? one that feareth God and escheweth evil? And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will, be give, will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot onto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What, shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did Job 
Did not Job sin with his lips? Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came everyone from his own place. Eliphaz, the Temanite, and Bildad, the Shuite, and Zophar, the Namathite, for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, they knew him not. They lifted up their voice and wept, and they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Chapter 3 After this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. And Job spake and said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night in which it was said, There is a man-child conceived. Let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above, neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined unto the days of the next year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Lo, let that night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day, who are ready to raise up their morning. Let the stars of the twilight thereof be dark. Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day because it shut not up the doors of my mother's womb, nor hid sorrow from mine eyes. Why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? Why did the knees prevent me, or why the breasts that I should suck? For now should I have lain still and been quiet, I should have slept. Then had I been at rest with kings and counselors of the earth, which built desolate places for themselves, or with princes that had gold who filled their houses with silver, or as a hidden untimely birth, I had not been, as infants which never saw light. There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary be at rest. There the prisoners rest together. They hear not the voice of the oppressor. The small and greater there, and the servant is free from his master. Wherefore is light given to him that is in misery, and life unto the bitter in soul, which long for death, but it cometh not, and dig for it more than for hid treasures, which rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they can find the grave? Why is light given to a man whose way is hid, and whom God hath hedged in? For my sighing cometh before I eat, and my roarings are poured out like the waters. For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. Chapter four. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, If we essay to commune with thee, wilt thou be grieved? But who can withhold himself from speaking? Behold, thou hast instructed many, and thou hast strengthened the weak hands. Thy words have upholden him that was falling, and thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. But now it has come upon thee, and thou faintest, it toucheth thee, and thou art troubled. 
Is not this thy fear, thy confidence, thy hope, and the uprightness of thy ways? Remember, I pray thee, whoever perished being innocent, or where were the righteous cut off? Even as I have seen, they that plow iniquity and sow wickedness reap the same. By the blast of God they perish, and by the breath of his nostrils are they consumed. The roaring of the lion and the voice of the fierce lion and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The old lion perisheth for lack of prey, and the stout lion's whelps are scattered abroad. Now a thing was secretly brought to me, and mine ear received a little thereof. In thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falleth on men, fear came upon me, and trebling, which made all my bones to shake. Then a spirit passed before my face. The hair of my flesh stood up. It stood still, but I could not discern the form thereof. An image was before mine eyes. Mine eyes. There was silence, and I heard a voice saying, Shall mortal man be more than just God? Be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker? Behold, he put no trust in his servants, and his angels he charged with folly. How much less in them that dwell in houses of clay, whose foundations is in the dust, which are crushed before the moth. They are destroyed from morning to evening. They perish forever without any regarding it. Doth not their excellency which is in them go away? They die even without wisdom. Chapter 5 Call now, if there be any that will answer thee. And to which of the saints wilt thou turn? For wrath killeth the foolish man, and envy slayeth the silly one. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety, and they are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver them. Whose harvest the hungry eateth up, and taketh it even out of the thorns, and the robber swalloweth up their substance? Although affliction cometh not forth of the dust, neither doth trouble spring out of the ground. Yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. I would seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. Who giveth rain upon the earth and sendeth waters upon the fields to set up on high those that be low that those which mourn may be exalted to safety. He disappointeth the devices of the crafty, so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the froward is carried headlong. They meet with darkness in the daytime, and grope in the noondays as in the night. But he saveth the poor from the sword, from their mouth, and from the hands of the mighty. So the poor hath hope, and iniquity stoppeth her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth. Therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. For he maketh sore and bindeth up. He woundeth and his hands make whole. He shall deliver thee in six troubles. Yea, in seven there shall no evil touch thee. In famine he shall redeemeth thee from death and in war from the power of the sword. Thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue, neither shalt thou be afraid of the destruction when it cometh. At destruction and famine thou shalt laugh, neither shalt thou be afraid of the beasts of the earth. 
for thou shalt be in league with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with thee. And thou shalt know that thy tabernacle shall be in peace, and thou shalt visit thy habitation, and shall not sin. Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great, and thine offspring as the grass of the earth. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, like as a shock of corn cometh in in his season. Lo this, we have searched it, so it is. Hear it, and know thou it for thy good. Chapter 6 But Job answered and said, Oh, that my grief were thoroughly weighed and my calamity laid in the balances together. For now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea, therefore my words are swallowed up. For the arrows of the Almighty are within me, the poison whereof drinketh up my spirit. The terrors of God do set themselves in array against me. Doth the wild ass bray when he hath grass, or loweth the ox over his fodder? Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt, or is there any taste in the white of an egg? The things that my soul refused to touch are as my sorrowful meat. Oh, that I might have my request, and that God would grant me the thing that I long for. Even that it would please God to destroy me, that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. Then should I yet have comfort. Yea, I would harden myself in sorrow. Let him not spare, for I have not concealed the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should hope? And what is mine end that I should prolong my life? It is, is my strength the strength of stones? Or is my flesh of brass? Is not my help in me? And is wisdom driven quite from me? To him that is afflicted, pity should be shown from his friend, but he forsaketh the fear of the Almighty. My brethren have dealt deceitfully as a brook, and as a stream of brooks they pass away, which are blackish by reason of the ice, and wherein the snow is hid. What time they wax warm, they vanish. When it is hot, they are consumed out of their place. The paths of their way are turned aside. They go to nothing and perish. The troops of Tima looked. The companies of Sheba waited for them. They were confounded because they had hoped. They came thither and were ashamed. For now ye are afraid. Ye see my casting down and are afraid. Did I say, bring on to me or give a reward of me for me of your substance or deliver me from the enemy's hand? Or redeem me from the hand of the mighty? Teach me, and I will hold my tongue and cause me to understand wherein I have erred. How forcible are right words! But what doth your arguing reprove? Do ye imagine to reprove words in the speeches of one that is desperate, which ye are as wind? Yea, ye overwhelm the fatherless, and ye dig a pit for your friend. Now therefore be content. Look upon me for it is evident unto you if I lie. Return, I pray you, let it not be iniquity. Yea, return again, my righteousness is in it. Is there iniquity in my tongue? Cannot my taste discern perverse things? I think we are going to finish up there today. At the end of chapter 6 for the book of Job. 
Anyone seen Liana this morning? I want to make sure she's broadcasting before I send y'all over to go watch her next and set up to rebroadcast her show on our own channels. So anyone seen Liana this morning? Well, her show's set up anyway. So I guess we'll just, uh, yeah. Oh, so annoying. Okay. So we'll finish up there for the day. All right. Liana's up next. Go check her out in about six, um, at 9.05, nine minutes. So right after we finish up here. Mick and I will be back tonight at 5.45 for the Patriot Party podcast and uh, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. 5.45 is 15 minutes of music. For those of y'all that don't check in that early. And then I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for more of the good book to continue reading Job. So until then, I pray God keeps y'all safe and warm in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us. Thank you, God, for peace for this day. And for all of y'all, and many more to come. So thank y'all for watching. I'll see you on the flip side. Have a great day. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. How's it going this morning? It stopped raining here. That's a good thing. It's uh, it's going to be chilly sunshine today. I was feeling a bit overwhelmed with all that I have to do. So I started writing in my journal and I felt a little bit better. I don't know if that counts towards what I'm supposed to write, but Hey, you know what? It is what it is. At the very least, giving me a focus, priorities, so that I have time to get everything done. Right, because we're on the subject of time this week. It's our test, the test of time. So what is time? What is life? I got a little cheat answer this morning or last night. Last night, but I saw it this morning because I was asleep. While you answer this test of time and of life, I encourage you to think about time as a position. To be on time to an appointment is nothing but being in position. To be in position, you must ask how. To know how to be in a position is simply a marker. Do not answer these questions with relationship to time, albeit very difficult. I will leave you with this. Perhaps there is significance between life and time. Have you ever given thought to reverse the words and proclaim them as a lifetime? Hmm. So what is time? It depends on how you think of it. Is time a minute on a clock? It's not just a marker. It's not really time, right? That's just a marker for time. Time of position. 
we talk about when the time comes. When the time comes, do not run, do not panic. So what is time? Is it its own entity? Does it even exist? Does it exist because we make it exist? But think about time in relation to life. We mark our entire lives by time, by age, right? I said last night that some people this year will turn a quarter of the age that they've actually achieved because it's a leap year. I know that can be confusing, especially at eight o'clock in the morning, but time is but a marker. When you get older, you start forgetting how old you are. Y'all ever experienced that? People are like, how old are you? I don't know, 45, 46, somewhere around there. I don't know. I can tell you what year I was born, but I don't always remember how old I am. For me, I judge my time in my life by dogs. I judge it by a dog's lifetime. It's like a different age. When I was little, I had an Irish setter named Sheena. She was amazing. She died when I was four, wrecked my parents' marriage. And then I didn't have another dog again until my mom divorced my stepdad and I was 13. It's a long time, nine years when you're a kid. About a dog's life, right? Without a dog. Then I had Andrew. He was an awesome collie. When I went away to college, I got Casey. He was a Springer Spaniel. I had Casey until I got married to Mick. He died shortly after Connor was born. Mick came into the marriage with Killian and Amstel. Then we got Roger and Killian died. Now we have Seamus and Annie. I judge the time period of my life by my dogs. I don't know if that's good or bad. It is what it is. Their lifetimes make up a period in my life. So what is time? Time is how we organize ourselves to live our lives. But I think time itself is beyond our comprehension. Time is God, right? Even Uriel doesn't control time. He can manipulate it. He can't control it. He's time force, not time itself. God is time. As God is life. So when you put yourself in a position at a certain time, 
when you show up an appointment, when you're here every morning at 8 a.m., as I am, right? At a certain time, it's just putting you in position. So what is life? Is it just putting you in another position? Towards what end? It's up to you. You're put in a position to play a specific role in a very large game that's really beyond any of our comprehension. But you're put in a specific position. As I say, we chose to be in this time, in this place, for a reason for God's reason, part of our job is to figure out what that is. Let me rephrase that. We were put in this time, in this life, for a specific purpose, for God's purpose. Now we have to follow our paths and figure out what that is. Listen with ears to hear. Look with eyes to see so that we can make sure to be in the right position at the right time in this life so we can achieve our ultimate goal and save the world for God, not for us. So that's my idea on what is time. What is life? I don't know if it made any sense. I guess we'll figure it out. In the meantime, Brother Matt, uh, he had a not quite live last night, but we're not going to play that. We're going to play the next in the series of messages. This one is from January 6th. We're starting to catch up. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message that I'm going to share today is from January 6th, 2024. So just early this morning. Um, if you're new to this channel, I strongly encourage you to check out the other videos that I've posted um, to, so you can see um, the things the Lord has been giving me to share, to declare. Uh, what I do here is I just read the message that the Lord gave me uh, just the way that it is. I don't add anything to it, any explanation or analysis or interpretation, I, I uh, will trust the Holy Spirit to help you to discern and help you to judge uh, how you should receive uh, these words. Um, for my part, I think um, my role is just to, to declare and, and give to you what was given to me. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, if you are new, though, I encourage you to check out the other videos and, and maybe to consider subscribing so you'll be notified when there's new videos. Uh, for everybody else who's uh, been in this community for a while, I'm grateful for all of you. It's been good to uh, hear from many of you this week. Some of you I hadn't heard from in a long time, so I was grateful to reconnect and, and hear uh, from many of you guys. Um, also, uh, just grateful for the continued sort of spirit of prayerfulness that continues in this group. If you do have prayer requests, please feel free to put them in the comments section so that I and so that others can pray for you 
And if you scroll through the comments and you see prayer requests from people, take a moment and pray for them. And then maybe give a like or give a statement just to let them know that you're praying for them. So having said all of that, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. January 6th, 2024. This is what it says. The Lord is here. I am that I am. I am he who was and who is and who is to come. I am he spoken of by the prophets, attested to by miracles and signs. He who is called the everlasting father, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the maker of heaven and earth. He who is called Emmanuel, the God who is with you. He who never leaves, he who never forsakes that which is his own. The one on whom all authority rests. He who made the stars, he who set the greater and the lesser lights in their place. He who set their paths, he who sustains all things. The one who is the source of all things. He who is called the all in all. He who makes something out of nothing. I am he. I am the Lord. Your hope and your salvation. He who was born of the virgin. He who took on flesh that he might redeem all flesh. He who suffered on the cross. He who was buried, he who arose, he who is coming soon. I am he who speaks to you. I, the Lord, am here. The one to whom all praise is due, the one upon whom all glory rests, the Holy One of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he who was from the beginning, he who sits on the throne, he who is worthy to open the scroll, the Lamb of God, I am he. Therefore, listen and heed my words, all you servants of the Lord, those on whom his glory rests. I know you are weary Oh, my children, I know how you long to enter my rest. I have prepared a place for you. Soon will I gather that which is mine. Soon your faith, which is more precious than silver, shall be made sight. Wait for me only a little while longer. Do not lose heart. Remember on whom your hope rests. I am the trustworthy one. I am the faithful one. I will do just as I have said. I will not forsake that which is mine. Endure, endure, O oh my beloved. Stand firm until the day, for the day approaches. At this point, I uh, had a vision. Uh, 
and I saw this man. He's not a man that I know. Uh, he was black-haired and sort of balding, dark. He had dark eyes and a dark complexion. He is a person of authority, a ruler, and I, I see him dressed in different sorts of clothes, a suit, and then also something like robes, like, um, like kingly robes. And he has a staff in his hand, and the staff is uh, a reed, a reed staff. And then I see him sitting on a throne, and um, he's in this was in this room that seemed like it was maybe like a palace or something, um, and it had uh, stone uh, like uh, stone walls and a and a stone ceiling. You know, it looked very kind of old and um, maybe like a castle sort of a feeling. Um, and the floor uh, was very ornate. And then I see um, that sometimes when this man speaks, I could see uh, I could see a finger um, with a long pointed nail, and the nail pokes this man in the back of the head, and it's like the nail is dug into his head in the back, and when the finger would move the man's mouth would move and he would speak kind of like a, like a puppet, I guess. And so, um, after I saw this, as I was seeing this, then the Lord began to speak again. And this is what the Lord said. He is imbued with the power of the dragon and with the voice of the dragon, he speaks. He is the one to be revealed. He is the one who is now restrained, but soon I will remove the restraint. And this one shall take his place in the field. He will speak with great authority. He will reveal mysteries and secrets that have been hidden. They will look on him with great admiration. He is a man of great pride but he pretends at humility. So then I saw the man again, and this time it was a scene as if he was coming out of a, a tunnel, um, kind of like uh, in, I mean, again, it, it made me think of a castle that has sort of like arched, um, arched gates or arched um, covered walkways, and he was coming out of this arched, space this tunnel or whatever and there was a great crowd that was waiting for him in a courtyard so he's coming out of this arched tunnel into this courtyard where there was this huge crowd of people and the crowd was cheering for him and some people had signs in their hands that seemed to be signs showing some sort of support for him and so the crowd was cheering and um and so then the lord continued and this is what the lord said he is waiting in the wings, even now, waiting to emerge upon the stage, waiting for his time to come. Worship the Lord and bless his name. Blessed are those who long for the day, for they shall be satisfied. 
These are days of great deception. But I would not have you be deceived, O my people. Remember what I said to you. If they say, he is in the inner courts, do not go in. If they say, he is in the outer courtyard, do not follow. For I have told you where to look for me. For behold, I will come just as I went. Behold, I am coming on the clouds, and my host is with me. Look for me and for my appearing. It will be as I have said. I will come in a flash, and in the twinkling of an eye, you shall be changed. Behold, the old is passing away, that the new might come. Arise. Arise, O church, for your shepherd is calling you home. I will gather the sheep of my pasture to bring them to where I am. I will not lose any that are mine, for my hand is not too far to save. And there is no place that my own can be hidden from me. Wait. Listen for the call. Come home. So here, there was another vision. This was like a really long thing the Lord gave me last night. Um, and in this vision, this image, I saw this valley. And I've seen this valley many times before. This just immense, uh, immense valley um, with kind of towering mountains on, on a bunch of sides. And so I saw this valley again, and then I could see the shape of a shepherd standing um, before me somewhere. And um, he had a bell in his hand, and he would shake the bell. And as he was shaking the bell, it was intended to call his flock back home. And then the Lord continued, Do not waver, O my people. I will not be slack concerning my promises. I remember all my oaths and my covenant with you. I am the faithful one. I am he who is faithful even when you are unfaithful. Some of you have strayed far from me. You have wandered far. But even you who wander, still my eye is upon you. And to you, O wanderer, I say, come home. Come home. Hear your master's voice, for I am calling to you this day. Come home. Return to me, your first love. Turn from your ways though they seem right to you, this way leads only to destruction. I am he who makes the path straight. I am he who raises a highway in the desert. I am he who leads you through the waters on dry ground. I am he who leads forth 
a host of captives. I am he who breaks the chains of your bondage. I am he who releases the slave, who restores the son to his father's table, who reconciles that which is broken. Though your enemy gathers around you, though he sharpens his knife and fits his arrows to assault you, he will not prevail. And all his schemes shall be consumed by fire. For I will show you the trap and the snare for your feet. Behold, I am your shield. I am your banner. I am he who overcomes. I am the victorious one, the conqueror, the one who never fails. Even as your enemy seeks to encircle you, all his schemes will come to ruin and his efforts against you shall fail. For I am he who holds you in my hand and none can take you out of my hand. Therefore, do not fear. Only stand firm. Even in the face of your enemy, do not shrink back. Lift up your head, look to the horizon, and see the salvation of the Lord has come. When the day comes, there will be no doubt. There will be no confusion. There will be no fear. Even now, the day is rushing toward you. You are being propelled towards that coming day. But even so, while you remain, remember what has been entrusted to you. Be faithful, O stewards of my mysteries. Even at this late hour, there is harvest to be brought in. But where are the workers for the harvest? Raise up, raise up, O harvesters of the Lord. The fields are white even now. Finish the work. I, the Lord, the holy and unyielding one, I have spoken. Listen and heed this word, you who are wise. Behold, I am coming soon. Look for me. Look for my day. Watch and prepare. So, brothers and sisters, that is the word uh, that the Lord gave for January 6, 2024. Um, I'm grateful, as always, to be with you and to have a chance to share this with you. I pray the Lord will give you wisdom and discernment, how you should receive it, how you should respond to it. Um, I'll look forward to being with you guys again, uh, whenever that is. May the Lord bless you and watch over you. See you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. Where are the workers? We're right here. It's harvest time, y'all. Tis the season.
There are things to harvest in February. There are souls to harvest, to bring back to God. That is our job. That is our priority right now. Before the day comes. So let's pray. And good morning, Sven, Lucid, Lindsay, Michelle, Kristen, PN. Good to see you all in the chats. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return and go about our daily lives at the same time. Thank you for sending us your messengers. Thank you for giving us ears to hear, eyes to see, the discernment to be able to sift the lies from the truth, the courage to be able to speak your truth far and wide so we may harvest for you before the day comes. Thank you, God, for our animals who teach us what it is to live for you alone, who show us what unconditional love really is. It's a shadow of your own unconditional love, but it's a taste. Thank you for our children, innocence and joy in life. Remind us of what we're fighting for. They are closer to you than we are. They help bring us back to you. Thank you for my husband, my rock, my guide. Thank you for my friends and family, all of y'all, more every day. Thank you for being here. Brothers and sisters in Christ. But most of all, thank you for life. Dear God, every single day, thank you for life. So, we are reading Job. If you remember, God and Satan got together, Satan said, or God said, look at this man. He is the most perfect, upright man on earth. And Satan said, I bet I can turn him. God said, do your best, just don't kill him. Satan said, hold my beer. So, book of Job, chapter 7. Is there not an appointed time to man upon earth? Are not his days also like the days of an hireling? As a servant earnestly desireth the shadow, and as an hireling looketh for the reward of his work, so am I made to possess months of vanity, and wearisome nights are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, when shall I arise? And the night be gone, and I am full of tossings to and fro until the dawning of the day. 
My flesh is clothed with worms and clods of dust. My skin is broken and become loathsome. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Oh, remember that my life is wind. Mine eyes shall see, shall no more see good. The eye of him that hath seen me shall see me no more. Thine eyes are upon me, and I am not. As the cloud is consumed and vanisheth away, so he that goeth down to the grave shall come up no more. He shall return no more to his house, neither shall his place know him any more. Therefore I will not refrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I a sea or a whale that thou settest to watch over me? When I say, my bed shall comfort me, my couch shall ease my complaint, then thou scarest me with dreams and terrifiest me through visions, so that my soul chooseth strangling and death rather than my life. I loathe it. I would not live always. Let me alone, for my days are vanity. What is man that thou shouldest magnify him? and that thou shouldest set thine heart upon him, and that thou shouldest visit him every morning and try him every moment. How long wilt thou not depart from me, nor let me alone till I swallow down my spittle? I have sinned. What shall I do unto thee, O thou preserver of men? Why hast thou set me as a mark against thee, so that I am a burden to myself? And why dost thou, thou not pardon my transgression? and take away mine iniquity. For now shall I sleep in the dust, and thou shalt seek me in the morning, but I shall not be. Chapter 8 Then answered Bildad the Shuhite and said, How long wilt thou speak these things? And how long shall the words of thy mouth be like a strong wind? Doth God pervert judgment, or doth the Almighty pervert justice? If thy children have sinned against him, and he have cast them away for their transgression, if thou wouldest seek unto God betimes, and make thy supplication to the Almighty, if thou were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for thee, and make the habitation of thy righteousness prosperous. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. For inquire, I pray thee, of the former age, and prepare thyself to search of their fathers. For we are but of yesterday, and know nothing, because our days upon earth are a shadow. Shall not they teach thee, and tell thee, and utter words out of their heart? Can the rush grow up without mire? Can the flag grow without water? Whilst it is yet in his greenness, and not cut down, it weareth before any other herb. So are the paths of all that forget God, and the hypocrite's hope shall perish, whose hope shall be cut off, and whose trust shall be a spider's web. He shall lean upon his house, but it shall not stand. He shall hold it fast, but it shall not endure. He is green before the sun, his branch shooteth forth in his garden. His roots, roots are wrapped about the heap, and seeketh the place of stones. If he destroy him from his place, then it shall deny him, saying, I have not seen thee. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the earth others shall grow. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, 
neither will he help the evildoers. Till he fill thy mouth with laughing and thy thy lips with rejoicing. They that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. Chapter 9. Then Job answered and said, I know it is so of a truth, but how should man be just with God? If he will contend with him, he cannot answer him one of a thousand. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who hath hardened himself against him and hath prospered, which removeth the mountains and they know not, which overturneth them in his anger, which shaketh the earth out of her place and the pillars thereof tremble, which commandeth the sun and it riseth not and scaleth, sealeth up the stars, which alone spreadeth out the heavens and treadeth upon the waves of the sea, which maketh Arcturus, Orion, and Pallades, and the chambers of the south, which doeth great things past finding out, yea, and wonders without number. Lo, he goeth by me, and I see him not. He passeth on also, but I perceive him not. Behold, he taketh away. Who can hinder him? Who will say unto him, What doest thou? If God will not withdraw his anger, the proud helpers do stoop under him. How much less shall I answer him and choose out my words to reason with him? Whom, though I were righteous, yet would I not answer, but I would make supplication to my judge. If I had called and he had answered me, yet would I not believe that he had hearkened unto my voice. For he breaketh me with a tempest and multiplieth my wounds without cause. He will not suffer me to take my breath, but filleth me with bitterness. If I speak of strength, lo, he is strong. And if of judgment, who shall set me a time to plead? If I justify myself, mine own mouth shall condemn me. If I say I am perfect, it shall also prove me perverse. Though I were perfect, yet would I not know my soul? I would despise my life. This is one thing, therefore I said it, he destroyeth the perfect and the wicked. If the scourge slay suddenly, he will laugh at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where? And who is he? Now my days are swifter than a post. They flee away. They see no good. They are passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that hasteth to the prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint. I will leave off my heaviness and comfort myself. I am afraid of all my sorrows. I know that thou wilt not hold me innocent. If I be wicked, why then labor I in vain? If I wash myself with snow water and make my hands never so clean, Yet shall thou plunge me into the ditch, and mine own clothes shall abhor me. For he is not a man, as I am, that I should answer him, and we should come together in judgment. Neither is there any day's man betwixt us that might lay his hand upon us both. Let him take his rod away from me. Let not his fear terrify me. Then would I speak and not fear him. But it is not so with me. Chapter 10 My soul is weary of my life. 
I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say unto God, do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. It is, is it good unto thee that thou shouldest oppress, that thou shouldest despise the work of thine hands and shine upon the counsel of the wicked? Hast thou eyes of flesh, or seest thou as man seeth? Are thy days as the days of man? Are thy years as man's days? That thou inquirest after mine iniquity and searchest after my sin? Thou knowest that I am not wicked, and there is none that can deliver out of thine hand. Thine hands have made me and fashioned me together round about, yet thou dost destroy me. Remember, I beseech thee, that thou hast made me as the clay, and wilt thou bring me into dust again? Hast thou not poured me out as milk, and curdled me like cheese? Thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh, and hast fenced me with bones and sinews. Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation hath preserved my spirit. And these things hast thou hid in thine heart, I know that this is with thee. If I sin, then thou markest me, and thou wilt not acquit me from mine inequity. If I be wicked, woe unto me. And if I be righteous, yet will I not lift up my head. I am full of confusion, therefore see thou mine affliction, for it increaseth. Thou huntest me as a fierce lion, and again thou showest thyself marvelous upon me. Thou renewest thy witnesses against me, and increasest thine indignation upon me. Changes and war are against me. Wherefore then hast thou brought me forth out of the womb? Oh, that I had given up the ghost, and no eye had seen me. I should have been as though I had not been. I should have been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Cease then, and let me alone that I may take comfort a little before I go whence I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and the shadow of death. A land of darkness, as darkness itself, and of the shadow of death without any order, and where the light is as darkness. Chapter 11. Then Zophar the Namathite, then answered Zophar the Namathite and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered? And should a man full of talk be justified? Should thy lies make men hold their peace? And when thou mockest, shall no man make thee ashamed? For thou hast said, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in thine eyes. But oh, that God would speak and open his lips against thee and that he would show thee the secrets of wisdom, that they are double to that which is. Know therefore that God exacteth of thee less than thine iniquity deserveth. Canst thou by searching find out God? Canst thou find out the Almighty unto perfection? It is as high as heaven. What canst thou do? Deeper than hell, what canst thou know? The measure thereof is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If he cut off and shut up or gather together, then who can hinder him? For he knoweth vain men, he seeth wickedness also. Will he not then consider it? 
for a vain man would be wise, though man be born like a wild ass's colt. If thou prepare thine heart and stretch out thine hands toward him, if iniquity be in thine hand, put it far away and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot, yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shalt not fear. Because thou shalt forget thy misery and remember it as waters that pass away. And thine age shall be clearer than the noonday. Thou shalt shine forth. Thou shalt be as the morning. And thou shalt be secure because there is hope. Yea, thou shalt dig about thee and thou shalt take rest in thy safety. Also thou shalt lie down and none shall make thee afraid. Yea, many shall make suit unto thee. But the eyes of the wicked shall fail, and they shall not escape, and their hope shall be as the giving up of the ghost. Chapter 12. And Job answered and said, No doubt but ye are the people, and wisdom shall die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Yea, who knoweth not such things as these? I am as one mocked of his neighbor, who calleth upon God, and he answereth him, The just upright man is left to scorn. He that is ready to slip with as feet with his feet is as a lamp despised in the thought of him that is at ease. The tabernacles of robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure, into whose hand God bringeth abundantly. But ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee. Or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind? Doth not the ear try words, and the mouth taste his meat? With the ancient is wisdom, and in length of days understanding. With him is wisdom and strength. He hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Also he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counselors away spoiled and maketh the judges fools. He looseth the bonds of kings and girdeth their loins with a girdle. He leadeth princes away spoiled and overthroweth the mighty. He removeth away the speech of the trusty and taketh away the understanding of the age. He poureth contempt upon princes and weakeneth the strength of the mighty. He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. He increaseth the nations and destroyeth them. He enlargeth the nations and straighteneth them again. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth and causeth them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man. And that is perfect timing. That is the end of chapter 12 of the book of Job. 
who was seriously blackpilled. Mm-hmm. So. Liana is coming up next, both here and of course on her channels, which I encourage you to go watch her on her own channels, the Liana Wilbert show on Rumble and Pilled.net. Mick and I will be back tonight, 545 for the pre-show, 15 minutes of music before the start of the regular show on the Patriot Party podcast, kicks off at 6 p.m. I'll try and activate the correct Rumble this time so you guys can actually enjoy the music that are watching on Rumble, if you so desire. Messed it up a little bit yesterday. Sometimes it's the details that get you. So. And of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., right here for the good book to read more of Job. So. Until then, I pray that y'all are blessed and that God keepeth you safe and warm in the shadow of his wing until he returns again for all of us. So thanks for watching y'all. Have an absolutely wonderful day. See you on the flip side. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's a cold morning out there. Back to freezing. It was like 36 degrees outside, which I know y'all are laughing. That's not freezing. It is though. It's cold for us, especially because we turn the heat off in the house at night. You know, that's what blankets are for. It's good to sleep cold. So, time. Good morning, Wix. Life of Brian, Kristen. Lindsay, Michelle, good to see everybody. It's early. I was up late. I made a commercial. And my ex account is so throttled back that only 43 people saw it overnight. Out of, I don't know, 5,000 plus whatever followers. It's a sad state of affairs. It's okay though. You know, it is what it is. If it's meant to be, it'll be meant to be. It'll happen. I stopped worrying about things a while ago. Put it in God's hands. It'll all work out. Just follow our path. So we've been talking about time. And today we are on the third question of our test. About time. If you remember. These tests have answered who you are, what the value of life is, where blessings come from. Now we must ask how. Why replace the question of when with how? What importance is it to remove time? Or is it that time itself is not important? I've told you before what time is. Time is life. But that is my perception. From where I stand, not yours. Your life revolves around time. You number your days, your time, you time your day. You display the time on nearly every device in your home. Why be so consumed by time? Is it because time is your life or is it because life is time? Humor me and answer the five questions while describing your perception of time. Then answer those questions again while describing your perception of life. Are the answers the same? 
How do they compare? So the third question, where do you value your time the most? You know, when you're little, when you're kids, you can't wait to get out of the house, right? My son got his car and he's, I, I swear he spends more time. Sometimes he just sits in his car in the driveway. He's everywhere but here because now he has freedom. What he thinks is freedom. And yet when you get older, you want to spend more and more time at home. Why is that? Is it because you pay to stay at home? You pay a lot to live in your house, your apartment, whatever it is. Is that what makes your time there valuable? Or is it the people that you love are there? For me, where do I value time the most? In my gardens. When I have no perception of time. I value time the least when I'm constantly rushing to do something. Then I'm just trying to get through it, going from one thing to the next, getting as much done as possible. But when you throw time out the window, then you do things the way they should be done. It takes as long to plant a row of seeds as it takes. It takes as long to build a new melon box and fill it with pine straw and mulch and compost and plant seeds in there as it takes. Might take me a couple hours, might take me the whole day. It takes as long as it takes. But I value that time the most. Whether I'm by myself, I'm never by myself. Even though I spend most days home alone, I'm never by myself. First off, there's always animals around me. Everywhere I look, there's always animals around me. But God is always with me. That may sound trite, but it's true. And when I'm out in nature, planting seeds, asking things to grow, working to keep them warm, snuggling my chicken, my injured chicken, who I released back into the flock yesterday, went and run out to check on her first thing this morning. That's where I value my time the most. With God. Same place I value my life the most. Cooking with Liam takes as long as it takes to make whatever we're going to make. He's always asking me, how long will this take? How long is this going to take? Takes as long as it takes. It's the time spent together that's important. Not how much of it, but the quality of it. 
because I know that when he grows up more so than he already is, he will always remember our time in the kitchen. He won't have to go back and watch the videos. He'll remember. He'll remember us making red velvet cookies and iced tea that sucked. Lemonade that was decent. He'll remember all of that. He'll remember learning how to make bread and butter, getting flour all over his hands. I'm sorry that when I was on a different path, I didn't take that time, that same kind of time with my older son. We were in a different place. My life was entirely different. I was consumed by work, by someone else's job. My time was spent elsewhere and I hated it. But now, the majority of my time is spent here in this studio with y'all or out in my gardens with my animals or in my kitchen with my son or sitting around the dining room table with my family every night eating food that I prepared for them often that I grew for them. That's where I value my time and my life the most. So, I hope that answers that question sufficiently. Good morning, Lucid. How are you feeling this morning? Looks like Brother Matt got a new message last night. So, uh, let's go ahead and listen to that before we get into it, shall we? Hey, everybody. Brother Matt, back with another message from the Lord. Uh, the message I'm going to share today is from February 6, 2024, so just early this morning. Um, if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to subscribe, to like this video, to comment on it. That helps promote this video to other people here on uh, YouTube. I also encourage you, if you have prayer requests, you can put those in the comment section so that I can pray for you and so that others uh, here on this channel can pray for you. And if you're scrolling through the comments, um, if you see a prayer request, take a moment, stop, pray for that person, and then maybe like uh, their comment or heart it or make a comment back. Let them know you're praying for them. This is a way that we can encourage each other and support each other. Um, and uh, that's uh, something that we've uh, done as a part of this channel really the whole time. So I encourage you to do that as well. If you're new, I, I also encourage you to uh, look at the other videos on the channel. You see the other messages that I've shared, uh, messages from the Lord. Also recently I've started to do um, some Bible study just as a way to encourage uh, others and just for us to have time uh, together in God's word, washing in uh, the word of God. And so uh, sometimes I do those as lives. Uh, sometimes I have to do a pre-recorded video. But what I'm going to share today is um, a message that the Lord gave. And um, when I share these messages, I just read you uh, what he gave me exactly as he gave it to me. Um, and I don't add any interpretation or explanation to that. I just give you what he gave me. 
And um, so in just a moment, I'll do that. I also wanna remind you that everything that I post here, I also post on Substack where I can give you the text uh, along with cross-references and footnotes and things like that. Um, so there's a link to the Substack at the end of this video. You can go there. You can read the words of today's message and previous messages um, right there on Substack. The other thing I've been doing there is I've been reposting the series of messages that um, the Lord gave me beginning at Passover and continuing all the way until Pentecost, a series of about 52 messages. I call them the Eastertide messages. Um, so I've been reposting those on Substack. Of course, they're also here on the channel. I've also collected those messages into a book, a printed book that you can get on Amazon. If you want to have a printed copy uh, or a copy on Kindle, uh, that's a way you can get that. Um, you can uh, you can get it from there. You can get it on Substack, of course, for free. You can get it on YouTube, of course, for free. But if you want to have a printed copy, that is also available to you. So I'll leave a link to that in the description. And um, having said all of those things, uh, let's look at what the Lord gave me for February 6, 2024. Okay, this is what it says. I, the Lord, he who conquered sin and death, he who breaks the chain, the word who took on flesh and dwelt among you, the King of kings and Lord of lords, he who is called the Most High God, he who sits in unapproachable light, he who was crucified for your sin, by whose blood you have an entrance, he who is called the door, the good shepherd who goes after the lost sheep, the only one who is faithful and true. He who was born of the virgin womb, he who is called the Nazarene, he who is coming soon to judge the living and the dead. It is he who speaks to you. Therefore, listen, O man, and heed this word. The one who holds the seven stars in his hand and stands amidst the seven golden lampstands. He who is the author and perfecter of your faith. Watch and see. So then there was a vision uh, that began. And in the vision, I saw a figure dressed in white, standing on what seemed like a seashore. The shore and the water um, were both uh, really white um, everything around was white, so it was almost hard to see where the seashore and the water was. And I could see this figure before me, and he kept bending down into the water, and it seemed like he was scooping water up. I couldn't quite understand what he was doing until I got closer. And when I got closer, I saw that he was holding the water kind of cupped in his hand. Um, and he held it out to me right before me, and I could see the water in his hand perfectly clear. And, um, and then the Lord spoke this word. Anyone who drinks the water that I give them to drink shall never thirst again, for it is the living water. Will you drink? And so then I said, um, 
I will, Lord. And I could see myself drinking the water. Um, then this figure seemed to be wading out into the water. And then I was following him into the water. And then the word of the Lord came again. And this is what the Lord said. Will you be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized by? And so in response, what I said was, if it is your will, Lord, I will follow you. I will follow you until the end. Now, uh, it seemed as if this figure uh, was on the seashore again. And there was a fire there. And um, he was preparing a meal. And I came out of the water. And I sat down next to the fire. And he offered me uh, a fish, um, like a roasted fish, in his hands. He held it out to me. And then the Lord spoke again. And the Lord said, All who are hungry, come unto me. For I am the bread of life. Eat of me, drink of me, and find in me the satisfaction of your souls. I do not give as the world gives, for I give abundantly to all who come to me. I have withheld nothing from you. Consider my body, which was broken for you. And when these words began, I saw um, a vision of the cross. I saw his hands, his feet, um, his side, not his face, but his body. Um, and so these are the words that accompany that. Consider my body, which was broken for you. My heel which was bruised for you, my blood, which was shed for you, my side, which was pierced for you. Look on me and be saved, O you peoples, for my blood, by my blood, I have given you an entrance. I have made a way for you, that you might be reconciled unto me. There is no other way by which you may enter the dwelling place of the Most High. The one who abides in me, the one who loves me and obeys my commands, him do I love. To him shall I reveal myself, and I shall make my home with him, my abode. If you would be saved from this wicked generation, come unto me. Drink of my waters, eat from my table, turn to me, O men, O nations while there is yet time for you. For time will soon be no more.
Wise is the man who prepares himself to greet me when I come. Be ready for my day rushes upon you. The one who makes the Lord his trust shall have no fear in that day. When I come, it will be sudden. It will not be on a day that they expect. Do not lose hope. Endure until the day. Do not fear, for I am with you, even to the last day. Wait for me. Watch for me. Look for me. Look for the sign of my coming. And that is uh, the word that the Lord gave for February 6th. 2024. Brothers and sisters, I pray it would be an encouragement to you. I pray um, that the Lord would strengthen you wherever you are, um, that he would comfort those that need to be comforted, that he would challenge those that need to be challenged. If there's any on this, uh, watching this video, that have not yet turned to him, Please turn to him while there is yet time. Call on his name. Call on the name of Jesus, the only name by which men are saved. So uh, that's all I have for you guys tonight. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. I will see you again soon. Thank you, Brother Matt. That seemed appropriate. I don't know if I should play that before Matt's message or after. Hmm. I do like that Mick gave me that button, though. A lot of people think that... God is going to return soon. He is. But your perception of time is different from his. Soon in our world does not mean the same thing as soon in theirs. However, they've already given us a, a literal timeline, outline of what's going to happen one after another. We'll get back to it when we get into the books of prophecy, which I believe is after the books of poetry, which we're in right now. They tell us what's going to happen. And it's already started. But these things take as much time as they take. And we have to go through all of them before God returns. It is our trial and tribulation. It is our test. So when the time comes, do not run, do not panic. 
Set your feet as a stone, my child, because those who scurry shall surely be consumed. Do not give up on God because he's not given up on you. This is why it's so important to learn about time. I promise you it will happen in some of our lifetimes. I get to I guess it depends on a lot of factors. Because the great morning is beginning. And we are going to go through so much worse than what we've already gone through. If you think the last couple of years were hard, the next few is going to make those look like a walk in the park. A nice park too, not one in California these days. So be steadfast, be strong. Put on your armor of God and do not take it off. He is coming for us. In his own time. So, before we get started, let's pray. Dear God, Can y'all hear my roosters? They're hysterical. I hear them crowing at the rooster across the pond. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return and continue about our daily lives at the same time. Thank you for sending us your messengers. Thank you for giving us ears to hear your words, their words, eyes to see your signs. The patience to be able to wait for your return. The discernment to be able to sift the lies from the truths. The courage to be able to speak those truths to everybody we meet. Thank you for our animals <clears throat> who teach us about unconditional love. Show us what it is to live for you alone. As my roosters yell good morning to you. Thank you for our children, their innocence, curiosity, joy in life. Reminds us every day what we're fighting for, what we're striving for. Thank you for my husband, my rock. My other half. Thank you for all of our friends and family. 
those who've been with us since the beginning, those who are just joining us on our path back to you, and those who have yet to join us. We thank you, God, for softening their hearts. We ask that you please keep us safe and secure in the shadow of your wings until you return for us. Watch over us. Protect us from the evil that abounds in this wicked generation as we prepare for your return. Thank you, God, for life every single day. Thank you for life. So, we are in the book of Job. If you remember, Job is getting very black-pilled right now. He still believes in God. He's just not quite sure what he's done to deserve all of this. And I believe we're in chapter 13. We finished chapter 12 yesterday. The book of Job, chapter 13. Lo, mine eye hath seen all this, mine ear hath heard and understood it. What ye know, the same do I know also. I am not inferior unto you. Surely I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. But ye are forgers of lies, ye are all physicians of no value. Oh, that ye would altogether hold your peace, and it should be your wisdom. Hear now my reasoning, and hearken to the pleadings of my lips. Will ye speak wickedly for God, and talk deceitfully for him? Will ye accept his person? Will ye contend for God? Is it good that he should search you out? Or as one man mocketh another, do ye so mock him? He will surely reprove you if ye do secretly accept persons. Shall not his excellency make you afraid and his dread fall upon you? Your remembrances are like unto ashes, your bodies to bodies of clay. Hold your peace. Let me alone that I may speak and let come on me what will. Wherefore do I take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in mine hand? Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. He also shall be my salvation, for an hypocrite shall not come before him. Hear diligently my speech and my declaration with your ears. Behold now, I have ordered my cause. I know that I shall be justified. Who is he that will plead with me? For now, if I hold my tongue, I shall give up the ghost. Only do not two things unto me. Then I will not hide myself from thee. Withdraw thine hand far from me, and let not thy dread make me afraid. Then call thou, and I will answer. Or let me speak, and answer thou me. How many are mine iniquities and sins? Make me to know my transgression and my sin. Wherefore hidest thou thy face and holdest me for thine enemy? Wilt thou break a leaf driven to and fro? 
And wilt thou pursue the dry stubble? For thou writest bitter things against me, and makest me to possess the inequities of my youth. Thou puttest my feet also in the stocks, and lookest narrowly onto all my paths. Thou settest a print upon the heels of my feet, and he as a rotten thing consumeth as a garment that is moth-eaten. Chapter 14. Man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such a one and bringest me into judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Turn from him that he may rest till he shall accomplish as an hireling his day. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease, though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stock thereof die in the ground. Yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth bows like a plant. But man dieth and wasteth away. Yea, man giveth up the ghost, and where is he? As the waters fail from the sea, and the flood decayeth and dryeth up. So man lieth down and riseth not. Till the heavens be no more, they shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. Oh, that thou wouldest hide me in the grave, that thou wouldest kept keep me secret until thy wrath be past, that thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Thou shalt call and I will answer thee. Thou wilt have a desire to the work of thine hands. For now thou numberest my steps. Dost thou not watch over my sin? My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and thou sowest up mine iniquity. And surely the mountain falling cometh to naught, and the rock is removed out of his place. The waters wear the stones. Thou washest away the things which grow out of the dust of the earth, and thou destroyest the hope of man. Thou prevailest forever against him, and he passeth. Thou changest his countenance, and sendest him away. His sons come to honor, and he knoweth it not. And they are brought low, but he perceiveth not of them. But his flesh upon him shall have pain, and his soul within him shall mourn. Chapter 15 Then answered Eliphaz the Temanite, and said, Should a wise man utter vain knowledge, and fill his belly with the east wind? Should he reason with unprofitable talk? or with speeches wherewith he can do no good? Yea, thou castest off fear and restrainest prayer before God. For thy mouth uttereth thine inequity, and thou choosest the tongue of the crafty. Thine own mouth condemneth thee, and not I. Yea, thine own lips testify against thee. Art thou the first man that was born? Or wast thou made before the hills? Hast thou heard the secret of God? And dost thou restrain wisdom to thyself? What knowest thou that we know not? What understandest thou which is not in us? 
With us are both the gray-headed and very aged men, much elder than thy father. Are the consolations of God small with thee? Is there any secret thing with thee? Why doth thine heart carry thee away? And what do thy eyes wink at? That thou turnest thy spirit against God, and lettest such words go out of thy mouth. What is man, that he should be clean? And he which is born of a woman, that he should be righteous? Behold, he putteth no trust in his saints. Yea, the heavens are not clean in his sight. How much more abominable and filthy is man, which drinketh iniquity like water? I will show thee, hear me, and that which I have seen I will declare, <clears throat> which wise men have told from their fathers, and have not hid it, unto whom alone the earth was given, and no stranger passed among them. The wicked man travaileth with pain all his days, and the number of years is hidden to the oppressor. A dreadful sound is in his ears. In prosperity the destroyer shall come upon him. He believeth not that he shall return out of darkness, and he is waited for of the sword. He wandereth abroad for bread, saying, Where is he? Where is it? He knoweth that the day of darkness is ready at his hand. Trouble and anguish shall make him afraid, and they shall prevail against him as a king ready to the battle. For he stretcheth out his hand against God, and strengtheneth himself against the Almighty. He runneth upon him, even on his neck, upon the thick bosses of his bucklers, because he covereth his face with his fatness, and maketh collops of fat on his flanks. And he dwelleth in desolate cities, and in houses which no man inhabiteth, which are ready to become heaps. He shall not be rich, neither shall his substance continue, neither shall he prolong the perfection thereof upon the earth. He shall not depart out of darkness. The flame shall dry up his branches, and by the breath of his mouth shall he go away. Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity, for vanity shall be his recompense. It shall be accomplished before his time, and his branch shall not be green. He shall shake off his unripe grape as the vine, and shall cast off his flower as the olive. For the congregation of hypocrites shall be desolate, and the fire shall consume the tabernacles of bribery. They conceive mischief, and bring forth vanity, and their belly prepareth deceit. Chapter 16. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are ye all. Shall vain words have an end? Or what emboldeneth thee that thou answerest? I also could speak as ye do. If your soul were in my soul's stead, I could heap up words against you and shake mine head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth and the moving of my lips should assuage your grief. Though I speak, my grief is not assuaged, and though I forbear, what am I eased? But now he hath made me weary. Thou hast made desolate all my company, and thou hast filled me with wrinkles, which is as a witness against me, and my leanness rising up in me beareth witness to my face. He teareth me in his wrath who hateth me. 
He gnasheth upon me with his teeth. Mine enemy sharpeneth his eyes upon me. They have gaped upon me with their mouth. They have smitten me upon the cheek reproachfully. They have gathered themselves together against me. God hath delivered me to the ungodly and turned me over into the hands of the wicked. I was at ease, but he hath broken me asunder. He hath also taken me by my neck and shaken me to pieces to set me up for his mark. His archers compass me round about. He cleaveth my reins asunder and doth not spare. He poureth out my gall upon the ground. He breaketh me with breach upon breach. He runneth upon me like a giant. I have sewed sackcloth upon my skin and defiled my horn in the dust. My face is foul with weeping and on my eyelids is the shadow of death. Not for any injustice in mine hands, also my prayer is pure. O earth, cover not thou my blood, and let my cry have no place. Also now behold, my witness is in heaven, and my record is on high. My friends scorn me, but mine eye poureth out tears unto God. Oh, that one might plead for a man with God as a man pleadeth for his neighbor. When a few years are come, then I shall go the way whence I shall not return. Chapter 17. My breath is corrupt. My days are extinct. The graves are ready for me. Are there not mockers with me? And doth not mine eye continue in their provocation? Lay down now. Put me in a surety with thee. Who is he that will strike hands with me? For thou hast hid their heart from understanding. Therefore, therefore, shalt thou not exalt them? He that speaketh flattery to his friends, even the eyes of his children shall fail. He hath made me also a byword of the people. And aforetime I was as a tebre. Mine eye also is dim by reason of sorrow, and all my members are as a shadow. Upright men shall be astonished at this, and the innocent shall stir him up against himself, the hypocrite. The righteous also shall hold on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. But as for you all, do ye return and come now, for I cannot find one wise man among you. My days are past, my purposes are broken off, even the thoughts of my heart. They change the night into day. The light is short because of darkness. If I wait, the grave is mine house. I have made my bed in the darkness. I have said to corruption, thou art my father. To the worm, thou art my mother and my sister. And where is now my hope? As for my hope, who shall see it? They shall go down to the bars of the pit when our rest together is in the dust. Chapter 18. Then answered Bildad, the Shuite, and said, How long will it be ere ye make an end of the words? Mark. And afterwards we will speak. 
Wherefore are we counted as beasts and reputed vile in your sight? He teareth himself in his anger. Shall the earth be forsaken for thee? And shall the rock be removed out of his place? Yea, the light of the wicked shall be put out, and the spark of his fire shall not shine. The light shall be dark in his tabernacle, and his candle shall be put out with him. The steps of his strength shall be straightened, and his own counsel shall cast him down. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walketh upon a snare. The jinn shall take him by the heel, and the robber shall prevail against him. The snare is laid for him in the ground, and a trap for him in the way. Terrors shall make him afraid on every side, and shall drive him to his feet. His strength shall be hunger-bitten, and destruction shall be ready at his side. It shall devour the strength of his skin. Even the firstborn of death shall devour his strength. His confidence shall be rooted out of his tabernacle, and it shall bring him to the king of terrors. It shall dwell in his tabernacle, because it is none of his. Brimstone shall be scattered upon his habitation. His roots shall be dried up beneath, and above shall his branch be cut off. His remembrance shall perish from the earth, and he shall have no name in the street. He shall be driven from light into darkness and chased out of the world. He shall neither have son nor nephew among his people, nor any remaining in his dwellings. They that come after him shall be astonished at his day, a stony to his day, as they that went before were affrightened. Surely such are the dwellings of the wicked, and this is the place of him that knoweth not God. Chapter 19. Then Job answered and said, How long will ye vex my soul and break me in pieces with words? These ten times have ye reproached me. Ye are not ashamed that ye make yourselves strange to me. And be it indeed that I have erred, mine error remaineth with myself. If indeed ye will magnify yourselves against me and plead against me my reproach, know now that God hath overthrown me and hath compassed me with his net. Behold, I cry out of wrong, but I am not heard. I cry aloud, but there is no judgment. He hath fenced up my ways that I cannot pass, and he hath set darkness in my paths. He hath stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He hath destroyed me on every side, and I am gone, and mine hope hath he removed like a tree. He hath also kindled his wrath against me, and he counteth me unto him as one of his enemies. His troops come together and raise up their way against me, and encamp round about my tabernacle. He hath put my brethren far from me, and my acquaintance are very, verily estranged from me. My kinsfolk have failed, and my familiar friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in mine house and my maids count me for a stranger. I am alien in their sight. I called my servant, and he gave me no answer. I entreated him with my mouth. My breath is strange to my wife, though I entreated for the children's sake of mine own body. Yea, young children despised me. I arose and they spake against me. All my inward friends abhorred me, and they whom I loved are turned against me. 
My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Have pity upon me, have pity upon me. O ye, my friends, for the hand of God hath touched me. Why do you persecute me as God? Are ye not satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and led in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. But ye should say, Why persecute we him, seeing the root of the matter is found in me? But ye afraid of the sword, for wrath bringeth the punishments of the sword, that ye may know there is a judgment. And that is the end of chapter 19 of the book of Job. We will pick up with chapter 20 tomorrow. Let me ask you this. Did that reading give you a different perception of the question we discussed at the beginning? Where do you value time or life the most? Think about it. We also know that so many of our brothers and sisters are currently under attack. in so many ways. God, we ask that you please keep us safe and warm and secure and give us grace and peace and the comfort of knowing that you are going to return for us. We ask for prayers for healing for Penny's brother and father, for Lucid, for Kristen, for Chris, for all those that need it. And we ask for peace and strength for those that are left behind in the great morning that is coming, that is here. So, Lyanna's coming up next, y'all. Come check her out, both uh, here on this channel, as well as her own channels, I, of course, encourage you to go watch her on her own channels, both on Pilled.net and here on Rumble, the Lana Wilbert Show. But if you can't find it, you're welcome to watch it here. 
Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, which is 15 minutes before the start of the regular show, the Patriot Party podcast, kicking off at 6 p.m. Check us out there. And then we are actually going to be on the Business Party podcast tonight at 8 o'clock. Um, so we're going to cut the Patriot Party podcast a little early and skip right over to there. So come check us all out. Until then, I pray that God keeps you safe and strong and steadfast in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us. So thanks for watching, y'all. I'll see you on the flip side. With Ecoside, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are, um, you know, producing energy and so on um, as well. But what's it, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effect. They're coming for our food next. He who controls the food controls the people. What are you going to do when our shelves are as bare as those in Europe? Now, grow your own food with electroculture. Your food will grow faster and bigger and more nutritious with no chemicals, no side effects, no ecocide. And you'll have peace of mind and save money too. This month, get a free six-pack of 12-inch green thumb antennas with any $50 purchase at electrofreedom.com. Just use promo code LEAP at checkout and get your seedlings started today. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. I know it's Thursday because I'm tired. I was up super late last night on the W7 until like 1 in the morning. Way too late for me. So super dragging this morning, but that's okay. It's okay. We'll get it done. Get everything done that I need to get done because that's how I use my time. Hmm. I had a bit of a epiphany about time and the answers to these questions. Actually, while I was writing about faith yesterday. I've not put it out on a Substack yet, but I think I probably will today. So if you're not already subscribed to Archangels Among Us, archangelsamongus.substack.com, you should do so. Put a lot of things in there that I don't necessarily talk about on here. So in our test of time, how do you use your time? How do you use your life? I used to use my time very unwisely. My whole life was consumed by work. I didn't listen to anyone or anything, certainly not God. Usually not my boss either. I was highly effective, highly efficient but I wasn't happy. Not that I wasn't using my time effectively and efficiently, I obviously was, but I wasn't using it for what I was supposed to use it for. So that has changed since I learned how to listen, since I regained my faith. Now I use my time in the way God tells me. And it's often 
It changes from day to day. I'm trying to be more organized and schedule myself out better, but it's not down to the hour. It's an outline of things that I want to get done, goals for the day. I actually find that writing in my journal, which I'm starting to not despise quite so much, um, I will write it out for in the morning, for the day, what I plan to achieve and helps keep me focused. I've also learned that everything takes longer than I think it should. So I should not set so many goals for myself because then I end up overwhelming myself. Right? So I have all these ideas in my head as to what I want to get done. I write them down and then I choose the most important one for the day. So I generally spend my time with my animals, in my gardens, with y'all. Now I use my life towards providing for my family. And trying to save the world, right? Isn't that what we're trying to do? Preparing for God's return. So I use my time doing whatever God tells me to do. And at this point, I use my life doing whatever God tells me to do. Because that is the most efficient and effective way to utilize the time that he's given us. I wish I could explain the epiphany that I had. Maybe I can. I'll try. I'll give it a shot. Brother Matt's message is only eight minutes this morning, so. I was writing about faith. And as I was told to do. And when I found my faith, or my faith found me, or I was filled with faith, again. Before that, it was like I was deaf and deaf and blind. I, I couldn't I couldn't see any of the signs that even the most obvious ones that God was laying out for me. I certainly couldn't hear what he was trying to tell me. Two years ago, three years ago, three years ago. That was me. And looking back now it seems it seems like it was the flip of a switch it was so easy and yet i know at the time i struggled so much to find that faith 
to have ears to hear and eyes to see. I didn't even know what that meant. Now I do. But every time now, there's that word, every time. Every time now that I have even the most insignificant, tiny little niggling doubt, right? That I'm crazy, that all this is insane. I almost immediately get a sign or a word from God to reassure me, to set me back on my path, even though I've only faltered maybe not even a half a step, but I'm right back on it. Because we try and organize our days, our lives to the minute, trying to recreate what God does effortlessly. We are trying to create our own time but we can't even comprehend that God is time. How can he know that I'm having that exact thought at that exact moment and set something in front of me to stop me or to set me right? Because he is time. We can't even comprehend the, the vastness of being omniscient. We can't really truly comprehend God. We can't really truly comprehend time. These past few weeks I've realized that I judge my life in dog years, dog, dog lifetimes, right? Dog lifespans, as it were, the different periods in my life. I judge by what animal I had at that time. I wonder if God judges time in human lifespans or in angelic lifespans. or if he doesn't judge time at all, because he is time. That's the difference. We judge time linear, in a linear fashion, right? Your second, your minute, your hour, your day, your month, your year, decade, century, eon. God has no need for that. So if we can unlearn what we have tried to create and just live, make use of our time in the way that God tells us to, I guarantee you'll be a lot happier.
because that is the last chain that binds us. Time, we are slaves to time. So that's my spiel for the day. I hope that made some semblance of sense. Let's listen to the next message in Brothers Matt, Brother Matt's messages here. This one is from January 7th. Hey, brothers and sisters, Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. Uh, this message is from this morning, January 7th, 2024. Uh, if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos uh, that I've been posting, uh, the messages that the Lord's been giving me. What I do here is the Lord gives me a message to share. I just give it to you the way that he gave it to me, word for word, what he gave to me. Don't add anything to it. Don't add any explanation or interpretation or any of that stuff. I just read to you what he gave to me. And, and I will ask you to seek the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and discernment about uh, how to receive it. I, I certainly encourage, we should always test these sorts of things to make sure that they're from the Lord. So uh, certainly agree that you should seek the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom about how to respond to any of the things that I say in my videos. The um, transcript of this word you can get on my Substack. There's a link to it at the end of this video. You can go there, you can read it. It looks really nice on the Substack and there's footnotes and everything else. So I, I try to get it up there uh, on the Substack. Sometimes before I get the video up, I get the Substack up and it has the written words. You can read it uh, for yourself word for word and also get my footnotes uh, that I put there, the scriptural cross-references and things like that that occurred to me. Okay, having said all that, I know I'm talking really fast because I'm trying to get it out. Um, this is what it says, January 7th, 2024. I am the wind at the door. I am the Lord. I am he who knocks at the door. If any would open to me, then I would come in to him. I am the strong wind that blows through the house of Israel, through the nations. I am the only one who is called true. I am he who is coming again to judge heaven and earth, to rule with a rod of iron. You will see me if you look for me. I will not hide myself from you. When I come, I will reveal all things, things that were hidden from long ago. Soon you will see. Soon the veil will be lifted from your eyes. For now you see in part, but then you will see in full. When my fullness has come upon you, this flesh cannot remain. It must be changed. In a moment, this mortal flesh shall be consumed, transformed. I will make you something new. A new creation fashioned by my hand. A new body fit for me. Remain faithful, O oh my children. Do not lose heart here at the end. Endure. Hold on for me. Hold on for my day. My promises are not 
idly given. I am the oath keeper, the faithful one. Surely I will do all that I have said. I have said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I have said, watch for me and for the sign of my coming. I have said, I will return in the way that I left. So shall it be on the day of my coming, when I come to gather that which is mine. Wait for the call, the upward call, for I will call you to myself. Do not fear the calamities which you see coming upon this earth, for I will shake these nations that I might draw out that which is mine. I will shake them like you would shake out a sheet. I will thresh them on my threshing floor. I will sift them. But the one who finds me finds a great treasure. I will establish him. I will set his feet on a rock that he will not be shaken on the day of great shaking. Heed this warning, O you nations and peoples of the earth. I, the Lord, the mighty one, the maker of heaven and earth, the sovereign Lord, the king above all kings, the Lord above all lords, he who formed you inside your mother's womb, he who knows you inside and out, beware. For I, the Lord, am coming soon to take what is mine. If you were wise, you would seek me while there is yet time for you. Repent and return, O you nations and peoples of the land. For I, the Lord, am coming soon to judge you, O nations, O peoples. If you were wise, you would hide yourselves in me. You would flee from that day. It is only in me that you might find safety. In me is salvation for your souls. Call on me, ask of me, and you shall be saved from that day. But to you who refuses me, to those who cover their ears and cover their eyes, who hide their faces from me, there is only judgment and fire. I, the Lord, Jesus, the Christ, he who is called Emmanuel, he who came to save, he who was born of the virgin, he who came in the flesh, he who suffered and died on the cross and whose blood was shed for your sins. He who was buried in the tomb, he who was raised on the third day, he who will soon return. It is I who speaks to you. I offer you an outstretched hand. Call on me, you who are wise, and be saved from this wicked generation. This is the call.
Who among you would answer me? Who among you would come unto me and be saved? I, the Lord, have spoken as I will. Wise is the man who heeds my words. Brothers and sisters, that is the message for today, January 7, 2024. I pray that you will be blessed. Um, appreciate your prayers for me. Please put your prayer requests in the comment section so I can pray for you and so that others can pray for you. And if you're looking through the comments and you see prayer requests, take a moment and pray. And then maybe give a heart or a like or something to the person who made that request or maybe even comment back and let them know you're praying for them. It's good for us to pray for each other. Even as we wait, um, we occupy until he comes. We continue to be about the Lord's business until he comes. Brothers and sisters, that's all I have for you today. I will talk to you later. God bless you. Bye. Thank you, Brother Matt. Gabriel came and talked to me last night for a little bit, not for too long. And he asked me what I was struggling with. And I told him that. I was asked why I shoulder all the burden myself. Why don't I give some of the responsibility to the 12th? I would love to, but I don't even know what I'm doing. How am I supposed to direct other people as to what to do? And he said, who told you to do that? Uriel. It's not the tasks that I need to give. It's the choosing. He said, I'm one of the dumbest smart people he knows. <clears throat> he does love to insult me. And then I'm intentionally kept in the dark about a lot of things. Because if I knew too much of my future, I would spin off reality. Whatever that means. But it's the choosing. He said, God doesn't have time to choose all of his army. And I know that's bullshit. It's a test. Just as I choose 12. The 12 choose 12. But I found out what we're looking for. Who is Job? The reading of Job yesterday was probably one of the most powerful things I've ever done. I understand I've never read it out loud before. I've never read it myself before. And yet I read it as if I'd spoken the words. Like I knew the words. And it gave me a much better understanding of what the messengers are going through, the attacks they're under. Because they took away Job's family, his children, his wife, his house, his lands, 
his herds, his money, his health. And he said, so be it. But when they started attacking his soul, that's when he fell into the depths of despair. And that's the attacks that so many are going through right now. So it really spoke to me and gave me a deeper understanding. But Job was a man that was pure of heart. As the 12 must be. It's not for me to tell you what to do. It's for me to recognize people, 12 people with a pure heart. And for you to recognize 12 people with a pure heart. And so on and so forth. And God will tell you what to do. Have faith. Stand on your rock of faith. Do not move. And listen. Because God knows everything all at once. And he is constantly sending you messages. We just don't hear them. We don't see them. We don't recognize them for what they are. So. Before we get started, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy, please energy, to do what we need to do to prepare for your return, the tasks you've set for us. Thank you for giving us ears to hear your words, eyes to see those signs, the discernment to be able to sift the lies from the truth, the courage to speak that truth to everybody that will listen without fear of ridicule. Thank you, God. Thank you for our animals who teach us about unconditional love, what it is to live for you alone, how to not be constrained by the chains of time that we've set upon ourselves. Thank you for our children whose innocence and curiosity Joy for life reminds us of what we're fighting for. For you, God, they are closer to you than we are. We need to return to that. Thank you for showing us our path. Thank you for sending us your messengers. Thank you for returning for us. I thank you for my husband, my rock. I thank you for all our friends and family. Those that started the journey with us, those we've met along the way, those that have yet to join us. We thank you for softening their hearts 
for giving them ears to hear and eyes to see. Showing them what to do as you do us to prepare for your return. Thank you for coming back for us. Thank you for not forgetting us as we have forgotten you. Oh, this wicked generation. God, we ask for prayers for healing. For all those who need it. Those who aren't ready to return to you yet. For the ones that are left behind. We ask that you keep us safe and secure and protect us from all attacks, physical, mental, and spiritual, so that we can do our work to prepare for your return, to pave the path. Most of all, God, we thank you for life in this beautiful place, in this time. Thank you for life. So, oops, <sighs> on to Job. We, I believe, are on chapter 20. Yes. The book of Job, chapter 20. Then answered Zophar the Namathite and said, Therefore do my thoughts cause me to answer. For this I make haste. I have heard the check of my reproach, and the spirit of my understanding causeth me to answer. Knowest thou not this of old? since man was placed upon earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment, though his excellency mount up to the heavens and his head reach onto the clouds, yet he shall perish forever like his own dung. They which have seen him shall say, where is he? He shall fly away as a dream and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night. The eye also which saw him shall see him no more, neither shall his place be any more behold him. His children shall seek to please the poor, and his hands shall restore their goods. His bones are full of the sin of his youth, which shall lie down with him in the dust. Though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, Though he spare it and forsake it not, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his meat in his bowels is turned. It is the gall of asps within him. He has swallowed down riches, and he shall vomit them up again. God shall cast them out of his belly. He shall suck the poison of asps. The viper's tongue shall slay him. 
He shall not see the rivers, the floods, the brooks of honey and butter. That which he labored for shall he restore and shall not swallow it down. According to his substance shall the restitution be, and he shall not rejoice therein. Because he hath oppressed and forsaken the poor, because he hath violently taken away an house which he builded not, surely he shall not feel quietness in his belly. He shall not save of that which he desired. There shall none of his meat be left, therefore shall no man look for his goods. In the fullness of his sufficiency, sufficiency he shall be in straits. Every hand of the wicked shall come upon him. When he is about to fill his belly, God shall cast the fury of his wrath upon him and shall rain it upon him while he is eating. He shall flee from the iron weapon and the bow of steel shall strike him through. It is drawn and cometh out of the body. Yea, the glittering sword cometh out of his gall. Terrors are upon him. All darkness shall be hid in his secret places. A fire not blown shall consume him. It shall go ill with him that is left in his tabernacle. The heaven shall reveal his iniquity and the earth shall rise up against him. The increase of his house shall depart and his good shall flow away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion of a wicked man from God and the heritage appointed unto him by God. <clears throat> Chapter 21. But Job answered and said, Hear diligently my speech and let this be your consolations. Suffer me that I may speak. And after that I have spoken, mock on. As for me, is my complaint to man? And if it were so, why should not my spirit be troubled? Mark me and be astonished and lay your hand upon your mouth. Even when I remember I am afraid and trembling taketh hold on my flesh. Wherefore do the wicked live, become old, yea, are mighty in power? Their seed is established in their sight with them and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull gendereth and faileth not, their cow calveth and casteth not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They take the timbrel and harp and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wealth and in a moment go down to the grave. Therefore, they say unto God, depart from us, for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit should we have if we pray unto him? Lo, their good is not in their hand. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How oft is the candle of the wicked put out? And how oft cometh their destruction upon them? God distributeth sorrows in his anger. They are as stubble before the wind and as chaff that the storm carrieth away. God layeth up his iniquity for his children. He rewardeth him and he shall know it. His eyes shall see his destruction and he shall drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what pleasure hath he in his house after him? And when the number of his months is cut off in the midst, Shall any teach God knowledge, seeing he judgeth those that are high? 
One dieth in his full strength, being holy at ease and quiet. His breasts are full of milk, and his bones are moistened with marrow. And another dieth in the bitterness of his soul, and never eateth with pleasure. They shall lie down alike in the dust, and the worms shall cover them. Behold, I know your thoughts, and the devices which ye wrongfully imagine against me. For ye say, Where is the house of the prince? And where are the dwelling places of the wicked? Have ye not asked them that go by the way? And do ye not know their tokens? That the wicked is reserved to the day of destruction? They shall be brought forth to the day of wrath. Who shall declare his way to his face? And who shall repay him what he hath done? Yet shall he be brought to the grave and shall remain in the tomb. The clods of the valley shall be sweet unto him, and every man shall draw after him, There are as there are innumerable before him. How then comfort ye me in vain, seeing in your answers there remaineth falsehood? Chapter 22 Then Eliphaz the Tamanite answered and said, Can a man be profitable unto God? as he that is wise may be profitable unto himself? Is there any pleasure to the Almighty that thou art righteous? Or is it gain to him that thou makest thy ways perfect? Will he reprove thee for fear of thee? Will he enter with thee into judgment? Is not thy wickedness great and thine iniquities infinite? For thou hast taken a pledge from thy brother for naught, and stripped the naked of their clothing. Thou hast not given water to the weary to drink, and thou hast withholden bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth, and the honorable man dwelt in it. Thou hast sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee or darkness that thou canst not see, and abundance of waters cover thee. Is not God in the height of heaven? And behold, the height of the stars, how high they are. And thou sayest, how doth God know? Can he judge through the dark cloud? Thick clouds are a covering to him that he seeth not, and he walketh in the circuit of heaven. Hast thou marked the old way which wicked men have trodden? which were cut down out of time, whose foundation was overflown with a flood, which said unto God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for them? Yet he filled their houses with good things, but the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad, and the innocent laugh them to scorn. Whereas our substance is not cut down, but the remnant of them, the fire consumeth. Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. I receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in thine heart. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up, and thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense, and thou shalt have plenty of silver. 
For then shall thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shall lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, There is lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, and is delivered by the pureness of thine hands. Chapter 23 Then Job answered and said, Even today is my complaint bitter. My stroke is heavier than my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. There the righteous might dispute with him, so should I be delivered forever from my judge. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore am I troubled at his presence. When I consider, I am afraid of him. For God maketh my heart soft, and the Almighty troubleth me. Because I was not cut off before the darkness, neither hath he covered the darkness from my face. Chapter 24 Why? Seeing times are not hidden from the Almighty, do they that know him not see his days? Some remove the landmarks. They violently take away flocks and feed thereof. They drive away the ass of the fatherless. They take the widow's ox for a pledge. They turn the needy out of the way. The poor of the earth hide themselves together. Behold, as wild asses in the desert, they go forth to their work rising betimes for a prey. The wilderness yieldeth forth for them and for their children. They reap every one his corn in the field, and they gather the vintage of the wicked. They cause the naked to lodge without clothing, that they have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the showers of the mountains and embrace the rock for want of a shelter. They pluck the fatherless from the breast and take a pledge of the poor. They cause him to go naked without clothing, and they take away the sheaf from the hungry, which make oil within their walls and tread their wine presses and suffer thirst. Men groan from out of the city, and the soul of the woundeth crieth out. 
yet God layeth not folly to them. They are of those that rebel against the light. They know not the ways thereof, nor abide in the paths thereof. The murderer rising with the light killeth the poor and needy, and in the night is as a thief. The eye also of the adulterer waiteth for the twilight, saying, No eye shall see me, and disguiseth his face. In the dark they dig through houses, which they had marked for themselves in the daytime. They know not the light. For the morning is to them even as the shadow of death. If one know them, they are in the terrors of the shadow of death. He is swift as the waters. Their portion is cursed in the earth. He beholdeth not the way of the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters. So doth the grave those which have sinned. The womb shall forget him. The worm shall feed sweetly on him. He shall be no more remembered and wickedness shall be broken as a tree. He evil entreateth the barren that beareth not and doeth not good to the widow. He draweth also the mighty with his power. He riseth up and no man is sure of life. Though it be given to him to be in safety, whereon he resteth. Yet his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted for a little while, but are gone and brought low. They are taken out of the way as all other, and cut off as the tops of the ears of corn. And if it be not so now, who will make me a liar and make my speech nothing worth? I'm going to finish there for the day at the end of, well, hold on, chapter 25. Then answered Bildad the Shuite and said, Dominion and fear are with him. He maketh peace in his high places. Is there any number of his armies? And upon whom doth not his light arise? How then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Behold, even to the moon, and it shineth not. Yea, the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less man that is a worm, and the son of man, which is a worm. Chapter 26. But Job answered and said, How hast thou helped him that is without power? How savest thou the arm that hath no strength? How hast thou counseled him that hath no wisdom? And how hast thou plentifully declared the thing as it is? To whom hast thou uttered words? And whose spirit came from thee? Dead things are formed from under the waters and the inhabitants thereof. Hell is naked before him, and destruction hath no covering. He stretcheth out the north over the empty place, and hangeth the earth upon nothing. He bindeth up the waters in his thick clouds, and the cloud is not rent under them. He holdeth back the face of his throne, and spreadeth his cloud upon it. He hath compassed the waters with bounds, until the day and night come to an end. The pillars of heaven tremble, and are astonished at his reproof. He divideth the sea with his power, and by his understanding he smiteth through the proud. 
By his spirit, he hath garnished the heavens. His hand hath formed the crooked serpent. Lo, these are part of his ways, but how little a portion is heard of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand? That's the end of chapter 26, and that's where we're going to finish for the day, because I knew that was coming. Something else Gabriel told me as we were discussing Job last night. He said it in the Council of Nicaea, they wanted to remove the book of Job from the Bible. And that was the one book that God insisted that they keep in the Bible, that he himself said that Job stays, the one book above all others. Why do you think that is? Do you hear reference to the times that we're in now in the things that Job said? I do. I think Job probably should have been included in the books of prophecy, not necessarily the books of poetry. But maybe they didn't understand it because they weren't there yet, as we are now. So, think on that as you think about what we heard. So, Lion is coming up next, I think. You are coming up next, right, Liana? Yeah. She's going to set up her show. Her show's already set up, actually. So, uh, of course, we'll be broadcasting her both here on our channels, on Rumble, Pill.net, wherever else you're watching, Cloud Hub, Odyssey, Telegram, DLive. Um, but I encourage you to go watch on her own channels, on Pill.net and Rumble, the Liana Wilbert Show. Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show, the Patriot Party podcast. We will be playing the Tucker Putin interview. The whole thing. I hear it's two hours. We had only heard it was one hour. Now I'm hearing it's two hours. So it'll probably take up the whole show. We might go late. We'll see. And then uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning. I am curious. As to how much longer this is. Because. What's mm, tomorrow? Friday. Okay. Saturday. We will probably finish the book of Job on Saturday. So. Maybe even tomorrow. Mm, probably Saturday. And then we'll move on to Psalms. <clears throat> so that's it for me. I pray that God keeps you all safe and warm and protected in these very trying times. Think of Job. So. Y'all have a wonderful day. God bless you all. I'll see you on the flip side.
Thanks for watching, y'all. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. How's everyone doing this morning? It is Friday. I actually got a little bit of sleep last night. That was uh, nice. I almost said, forget the replays and went to bed. But the last four uploaded really, really fast. So they went off. Which everyone loves to watch Justin's show in the morning. That gets more views than this show does. So I like it. Mm. So we are still talking about time. And I had a bit of an epiphany the other day about it, but that's okay. So why do you put time into your life? What is time? Why do you put your life into time? Why do you put time into your life? As a method of control? Organization? To emulate God? And yet, if you let time control your life, you get angry. You're constantly rushing, but not finishing. Stressing out. We have to be here then. We have to be here then. We only have this amount of time to do something. And then we don't get it done. We get overwhelmed, we get angry, we get confused. You know, the army has a saying called hurry up and wait. The army has a lot of sayings, but hurry up and wait is pretty standard. Anyone that's been in the military knows what that means, hurry up and wait. That's what it is when you rule your life by time. When you put your life into time. Our time, man's time, not God's time. That's different because God is time. We try and be precise all the time. Try being the operative word there. God is precise all the time because God is time. And we're always just playing catch up. So get rid of it. Break that last chain that binds you. I've learned from gardening primarily 
that things take as long as they take. I used to start out making a list of things that I had to get done that day. And the first thing on the list would take twice as long as I'd expected. And then by the time I got to the second or third thing on the list, my day was over and I was frustrated and upset. And then I'd get overwhelmed because my list the next day would be three times longer. And then I just wouldn't do anything. Because I'd think, I'm never going to get this done on time, so why bother? That's the wrong attitude to have. Set one thing on your list with the option for a second. And do it well in however long it takes. Because things take as long as they take. In God's time, not in our time. If you try and fit if you try and fit something big into something small, it's gonna bust out. And I had an image of my head and an oversized woman in spandex. But that's what happens when you rush when you try and fit something into man's time instead of in God's time. We're always asking, when is he going to come back? We know it's urgent. We know we have to prepare. When? When, when, when? We'll never know until it happens but understand that we will have as much of God's time as it needs because it takes as long as it takes. And when we're truly ready, then the time begins for us. So. Stop putting man's time into your life and start putting God's time into your life. Stop putting your life into man's time. Start putting your life into God's time. So, it's my spiel for the day. We'll listen to Brother Matt here in a second. 5373 said, it's been a while since I've been here. I must say, I love how you guys still have cannabis and combat represented on your channel. R.A.P. Justin. I miss him and his smile and his goofy sense of humor. God bless. You and yours. We do. You know, we, uh, Liana comes on after this. We broadcast her show here as well. And at the end of her show, he plays, she plays Justin's, one of Justin's old shows. And then we replay that show the following night overnight. So when I get up in the morning to get this show ready, Justin's on. So I get to wake up to Justin every morning. We all miss him. But these things take as long as they take. We will see him again. When? When we're ready. In God's time, not in man's time. 
So the next in Brother Matt's series of messages, this one is from January 7th. Hey, brothers and sisters, Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. Uh, this message is from this morning, January 7th, 2024. Uh, if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos uh, that I've been posting, uh, the messages that the Lord's been giving me. What I do here is the Lord gives me a message to share. I just give it to you the way that he gave it to me, word for word, what he gave to me. Don't add anything to it. Don't add any explanation or interpretation or any of that stuff. I just read to you what he gave to me. And, and I will ask you to seek the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and discernment about uh, how to receive it. I, I certainly encourage, we should always test uh, these sorts of things to make sure that they're from the Lord. So uh, certainly agree that you should seek the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom about how to respond to any of the things that I say in my videos. The um, transcript of this word, you can get on my Substack. There's a link to it at the end of this video. You can go there, you can read it. It looks really nice on the Substack and there's footnotes and everything else. So I, I try to get it up there uh, on the Substack. Sometimes before I get the video up, I get the Substack up and it has the written word so you can read it uh, for yourself word for word and also get my footnotes uh, that I put there, the scriptural cross-references and things like that that occurred to me. Okay, having said all of that, I know I'm talking really fast because I'm trying to get it out. Um, this is what it says, January 7th, 2024. I am the wind at the door. I am the Lord. I am he who knocks at the door. If any would open to me, then I would come in to him. I am the strong wind that blows through the house of Israel, through the nations. I am the only one who is called true. I am he who is coming again to judge heaven and earth, to rule with a rod of iron. You will see me if you look for me. I will not hide myself from you. When I come, I will reveal all things, things that were hidden from long ago. Soon you will see. Soon the veil will be lifted from your eyes. For now you see in part, but then you will see in full. When my fullness has come upon you, this flesh cannot remain. It must be changed. In a moment, this mortal flesh shall be consumed, transformed. I will make you something new. A new creation fashioned by my hand. A new body fit for me. Remain faithful, O oh my children. Do not lose heart here at the end. Endure. Hold on for me. Hold on for my day. My promises are not idly given. I am the oath keeper, the faithful one. Surely I will do all that I have said. I have said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I have said, watch for me and for the sign of my coming. I have said, 
I will return in the way that I left. So shall it be on the day of my coming, when I come to gather that which is mine. Wait for the call, the upward call, for I will call you to myself. Do not fear the calamities which you see coming upon this earth, for I will shake these nations that I might draw out that which is mine. I will shake them like you would shake out a sheet. I will thresh them on my threshing floor. I will sift them. But the one who finds me finds a great treasure. I will establish him. I will set his feet on a rock that he will not be shaken on the day of great shaking. Heed this warning, O you nations and peoples of the earth. I, the Lord, the mighty one, the maker of heaven and earth, the sovereign Lord, the king above all kings, the Lord above all lords, he who formed you inside your mother's womb, he who knows you inside and out, beware. For I, the Lord, am coming soon to take what is mine. If you were wise, you would seek me while there is yet time for you. Repent and return, O you nations and peoples of the land. For I, the Lord, am coming soon to judge you, O nations, O peoples. If you were wise, you would hide yourselves in me. You would flee from that day. It is only in me that you might find safety. In me is salvation for your souls. Call on me, ask of me, and you shall be saved from that day. But to you who refuses me, to those who cover their ears and cover their eyes, who hide their faces from me, there is only judgment and fire. I, the Lord, Jesus, the Christ, he who is called Emmanuel, he who came to save, he who was born of the virgin, he who came in the flesh, he who suffered and died on the cross and whose blood was shed for your sins, he who was buried in the tomb, he who was raised on the third day, he who will soon return. It is I who speaks to you. I offer you an outstretched hand. Call on me, you who are wise, and be saved from this wicked generation. This is the call. Who among you would answer me? Who among you would come unto me and be saved? I, the Lord, have spoken as I will. Wise is the man who heeds my words. Brothers and sisters, that is the message for today, January 7th, 2024.
I pray that you will be blessed. Um, appreciate your prayers for me. Please put your prayer requests in the comment section so that I can pray for you and so that others can pray for you. And if you're looking through the comments and you see prayer requests, take a moment and pray. And then maybe you know, give a heart or a like or something to the person who made that request or maybe even comment back and let them know you're praying for them. It's good for us to pray for each other, even as we wait. Um, we occupy until he comes. We continue to be about the Lord's business until he comes. Brothers and sisters, that's all I have for you today. I will talk to you later. God bless you. Bye. Hurry up and wait. Thank you, Brother Matt. Prepare now because God is coming back soon. Hurry up and wait. Are you ready? Have you had enough of this crazy world yet? Let's pray before we get started. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return, whenever that may be. As we continue to go about our daily lives, thank you for sending us your messengers, for giving us ears to hear and eyes to see, the understanding to know what that means, to know what we need to do to prepare for you. Thank you, God, every day. Thank you for showing us our path. Thank you for helping us to find more people to join us on it. Thank you for giving us the discernment to be able to know truth and reject lies and the courage to speak that truth regardless of the consequences because those are man's consequences. Not speaking that truth, you face God's consequences. Thank you, God, for returning for us. I do believe it will be in our lifetimes. Thank you for our animals who teach us about unconditional love and time. I measure my life generally in dog years or rather in dog lifetimes. It's how important my animals are in my life. Thank you for our children. their innocence, their joy in life, teaches us what we're fighting for, reminds us every day what we're saving. Thank you for my husband, my rock. 
I couldn't do this without him. Wouldn't want to. Thank you for all of you. Thank you, God. For everyone that's listening, for all our friends and family, for those who started this path with us in hopes we get to reconnect, those who are finding their way now and those who will meet up with us at the end. We ask you to soften their hearts, God, and protect them. Protect us all. We understand that we will be tested as Job was. Doesn't mean you don't love us, it means you love us more. Y'all don't believe me? Ask any grandma what tough love is. Thank you, God, for life every single day. Thank you for life. So, we are in Job. I don't know about y'all, but I hear a lot of warnings for today in Job. Gabriel told me that Job, the Council of Nicaea, they tried to remove the book of Job. They wanted to remove the book of Job. And God himself said, no, Job must stay. Of all the books in the Bible, Job must stay. Why is that? God took away, or God let Satan take away everything from Job, his house, his lands, his flocks, his herds, his wealth, his children, his wife, his health. Job was pure of heart, and he still loved God, and he said, so be it. But when God let Satan attack Job's soul, that's when he truly despaired. That's when he thought God had forsaken him. Job is a lesson to us. So many people are under attack and you don't even realize it. You feel bouts of rage, anger, despair, like your soul is being attacked and you don't know where it's coming from. But understand, that God still loves you. Maybe you're being attacked because you have a pure heart. It is your test as Jesus was tested in the desert. We haven't gotten to that yet, but y'all know the story. It is your test, the most important test. 
Will you give up in despair? Or will you put on your armor of God? Love. And keep going. Because there is no end. You have to keep moving forward. Stay on your path. All right. Now I'm done. I believe we're on chapter 26. Close enough. It's a short one. The book of Job, chapter 26. But Job answered and said, How hast thou helped him that is without power? How savest thou the arm that hath no strength? How hast thou counseled him that hath no wisdom? And how hast thou plentifully declared the thing as it is? To whom hast thou uttered words? And whose spirit came from thee? Dead things are formed from under the waters and the inhabitants thereof. Hell is naked before him, and destruction hath no covering. He stretcheth out the north over the empty place and hangeth the earth upon nothing. He bindeth up the waters in his thick clouds, and the cloud is not rent under them. He holdeth back the face of his throne and spreadeth his cloud upon it. He hath compassed the waters with bounds until the day and night come to an end. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at his reproof. He divideth the sea with his power, and by his understanding he smiteth through the proud. By his spirit he hath garnished the heavens. His hand hath formed the crooked serpent. Lo, these are part of his ways. But how little a portion is heard of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand? Chapter 27. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, As God liveth, who hath taken away my judgment, and the Almighty, who hath vexed my soul, all the while my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils, my lips shall not speak wickedness, nor my tongue utter deceit. God forbid that I should justify you. Till I die, I will not remove mine integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast, and I will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me as long as I live. Let mine enemy be as the wicked, and he that riseth up against me as the unrighteous. For what is the hope of the hypocrite, though he hath gained, when God taketh away his soul? Will God hear his cry when trouble cometh upon him? Will he delight himself in the Almighty? Will he always call upon God? I will teach you by the hand of God. That which is with the Almighty will I not conceal. Behold, all ye yourselves have seen it. Why then are ye thus altogether vain? This is the portion of a wicked man with God and the heritage of oppressors, which they shall receive of the Almighty. If his children be multiplied, it is for the sword, and his offspring shall not be satisfied with bread. 
Those that remain of him shall be buried in death, and his widows shall not weep. Though he heap up silver as the dust and prepare raiment as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just shall put it on, and the innocent shall divide the silver. He buildeth his house as a moth and as a booth that the keeper maketh. The rich man shall lie down, but he shall not be gathered. He openeth his eyes, and he is not. Terrors take hold on him as waters. A tempest stealeth him away in the night. The east wind carrieth him away, and he departeth. And as a storm hurleth him out of his place. For God shall cast upon him and not spare. He would fain flee out of his hand. Men shall clap their hands at him and shall hiss him out of his place. Chapter 28. Surely there is a vein for the silver and a place for gold where they refine it. Iron is taken out of the earth and brass is molten out of the stone. He setteth an end to darkness and searcheth out all perfection, the stones of darkness and the shadow of death. The flood breaketh out from the inhabitants, even the waters forgotten of the foot. They are dried up, they are gone away from men. As for the earth, out of it cometh bread, and under it is turned up as it were fire. The stones of it are the place of sapphires, and it hath dust of gold. There is a path which no fowl knoweth, and which the vulture's eye hath not seen. The lion's whelps have not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed by it. He putteth forth his hand upon the rock. He overturneth the mountains by the roots. He cutteth out rivers among the rocks, and his eye seeth every precious thing. He bindeth the floods from overflowing, and the thing that is hid bringeth he forth to light. But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man knoweth not the price thereof, neither is it found in the land of the living. The depth saith, It is not in me, and the sea saith, It is not with me. It cannot be gotten for gold, neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof. It cannot be valued with the gold of Ophir, with the precious onyx or the sapphire. The gold and the crystal cannot equal it and the exchange of it shall not be for jewels of fine gold. No mention shall be made of coral or of pearls, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it, neither shall it be valued with pure gold. Whence then cometh wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? Seeing it is hid from the eyes of all living and kept close from the fowls of the air, destruction and death say, we have heard the fame thereof with our ears. God understandeth the way thereof and he knoweth the place thereof. For he looketh to the ends of the earth and seeth under the whole heaven to make the weight for the winds and he weigheth the waters by measure. When he make a decree for the rain and a way for the lightning of the thunder, then did he see it and declare it. He prepared it, yea, and searched it out. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. 
chapter 29. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I were as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I washed my steps with butter and the rock poured me out rivers of oil, when I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, the young men saw me and hid themselves and the aged arose and stood up. The princes refrained talking and laid their hand on their mouth. The nobles held their peace and their tongue cleaved to the roof of their mouth. When the ear heard me, then it blessed me. When the eye saw me, it gave witness to me. Because I delivered the poor that cried, and the fatherless, and him that had none to help him. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My judgment was as a robe and a diadem. I was eyes to the blind, and at feet I was to the lame. I was a father to the poor, and the cause which I knew not I searched out. And I break the jaws of the wicked and plucked the spoil out of his teeth. Then I said, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. My root was spread out by the waters, and the dew lay all night upon my branch. My glory was fresh in me, and my bow was renewed in my hand. Unto me men gave ear and waited, and kept silence at my counsel. After my words, they spake not again, and my speech dropped upon them. And they waited for me as for the rain, and they opened their mouth wide as for the latter rain. If I laughed on them, they believed it not, and the light of my countenance they cast not down. I chose out their way, and sat chief, and dwelt as a king in the army, as one that comforteth the mourners. Chapter 30. But now that they that are younger than I have me in derision, whose fathers I would have disdained to have set with the dogs of my flock, yet whereto might the strength of their hands profit me, in whom old age was perished? For want and famine they were solitary, fleeing into the wilderness in former time desolate and waste. Who cut up mallows by the bushes and juniper roots for their meat? They were driven forth from among men. They cried after them as after a thief. To dwell in the cliffs of the valleys, in caves of the earth and in the rocks. Among the bushes they brayed, under the nettles they were gathered together. They were children of fools, yea, children of base men. They were viler than the earth. And now am I their song, yea, I am their byword. They abhor me, they flee far from me, and spare not to spit in my face, because he hath loosed my cord and afflicted me. They have also let loose the bridle before me. Upon my right hand rise the youth. They push away my feet and they raise up against me the ways of their destruction. They mar my path 
They set forward my calamity. They have no helper. They came upon me as a wide breaking in of waters. In the desolation, they rolled themselves upon me. Terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my soul as the wind. And my welfare passeth away as a cloud. And now my soul is poured out upon me. The days of affliction have taken hold upon me. My bones are pierced in me in the night season, and my sinews take no rest. By the great force of my disease is my garment changed. It bindeth me about as the collar of my coat. He hath cast me into the mire, and I am become like dust and ashes. I cry unto thee, and thou dost not hear me. I stand up, and thou regardest me not. Thou art become cruel to me. With thy strong hand, thou opposest thyself against me. Thou liftest me up to the wind. Thou causest me to ride upon it and dissolvest my substance. For I know that thou wilt bring me to death and to the house appointed for all living. Howbeit, he will not stretch out his hand to the grave though they cry in his destruction. Did not I weep for him that was in trouble? Was not my soul grieved for the poor? When I looked for good, then evil came unto me. And when I waited for light, there came darkness. My bowels boiled and rested not. The days of affliction prevented me. I went mourning without the sun. I stood up and I cried in the congregation. I am a brother to dragons and a companion to owls. My skin is black upon me and my bones are burned with heat. My harp also is turned to mourning and my organ into the voice of them that weep. Chapter 31 I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? For what portion of God is there from above? And what inheritance of the Almighty from on high? Is not destruction to the wicked and a strange punishment to the workers of iniquity? Doth not he see my ways and count all my steps? If I have walked with vanity or if my foot hath haste to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance that God may know mine integrity. If my step hath turned out of the way, and mine heart walked after mine eyes, and if any blot hath ceased, hath, hath cleaved to mine hands, then let me sow, and let another eat, yea, let my offspring be rooted out. If mine heart have been deceived by a woman, or if I have laid wait at my neighbor's door, then met, let my wife grind unto another, and let others bow down upon her. For this is an heinous crime, yea, it is an inequity to be punished by the judges. For it is a fire that consumeth to destruction, and would root out all mine increase. If I did despise the cause of my manservant, or of my maidservant, for when they contended with me, what then shall I do when God riseth up? And when he visiteth, what shall I answer him? Did not he that made me in the womb make him? And did not one fashion us in the womb? 
if I have withheld the poor from their desire or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail or have eaten my morsel myself alone and the fatherless hath not eaten thereof. For from my youth he was brought up with me as a father and I have guided her from my mother's womb. If I have seen any perish for want of clothing or any poor without covering, if his loins have not blessed me, and if he were not warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless when I saw my help in the gate, then let mine arm fall from my shoulder blade and mine arm be broken from the bone. For destruction from God was a terror to me, and by reason of his highness I could not endure. If I have made gold my hope, or have said to the fine gold, Thou art my confidence. If I rejoiced because my wealth was great and because mine hand had gotten much, if I beheld the sun when it shined or the moon walking in brightness and my heart hath been secretly enticed or my mouth hath kissed my hand, this also were an iniquity to be punished by the judge, for I should have denied the God that is above. If I re rejoiced at the destruction of him that hated me, or lifted up myself when evil found him, neither have I suffered my mouth to sin by wishing a curse to his soul. If the men of my tabernacle said not, Oh, that we had of his flesh, we cannot be satisfied. The stranger did not lodge in the street, but I opened my doors to the traveler. If I covered my transgressions as Adam by hiding mine iniquity in my bosom, did I fear a great multitude or did the contempt of families terrify me that I kept silence and went not out of the door? Oh, that one would hear me. Behold, my desire is that the Almighty would answer me and that mine adversary had written a book. Surely I would take it upon my shoulder and bind it as a crown to me. I would declare unto him the number of my steps. As a prince, I would go near unto him. If my land cry against me, or that the furrows likewise thereof complain, if I have eaten the fruits thereof without money, or have caused the owners thereof to lose their life, let the thistles grow instead of wheat, and cockle instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. Chapter 32. So these three men ceased to answer Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite of the kindred of Ram. Against Job was his wrath kindled because he justified himself rather than God. Also against his three friends was his wrath kindled because they had found no answer. And yet, had condemned Job. Now Elihu had waited till Job had spoken, because they were elder than he. When Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, then his wrath kindled. And Elihu, the son of Barakel the Buzite, answered and said, I am young, and ye are very old. Wherefore I was afraid, and durst not show you mine opinion. I say, days should speak and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. 
Great men are not always wise. Neither do the aged understand judgment. Therefore, I said, hearken to me. I will show mine opinion. Behold, I waited for your words. I gave ear to your reasons while ye searched out what to say. Yea, I attended unto you, and behold, there was none of you that convinced Job or that answered his words, lest ye should say, We have found out wisdom. God thrusteth him down, not man. Now he hath not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They were amazed. They answered no more. They left off speaking. When I had waited, for they spake not, but stood still and answered no more. I said, I will answer also my part. I also will show mine opinion. For I am full of matter. The spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my belly is as wine with hath no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. I will speak that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray you, accept any man's person, neither let me give flattering titles unto man, for I know not to give flattering titles. In so doing, my maker would soon take me away. Chapter 33. Wherefore, Job, I pray thee, hear my speeches and hearken to all my words. Behold, now I have opened my mouth. My tongue hath spoken in my mouth. My word shall be of the uprightness of my heart, and my lips shall utter knowledge clearly. If the Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life, if thou canst answer me, set thy words in order before me, stand up. Behold, I am according to thy wish in God's stead. I also am formed out of the clay. Behold, my terror shall not make thee afraid, neither shall my hand be heavy upon thee. Surely thou hast spoken in mine hearing, and I have heard the voice of thy words, saying, I am clean without transgression. I am innocent, neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he findeth occasions against me, he counteth me for his enemy, he putteth my feet in the stocks, he marketh all my paths. Behold, in this thou art not just. I will answer thee that God is greater than man. Why dost thou strive against him? For he giveth not account of any of his matters. For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumberings upon the bed, then he open up the ears of men and sealeth their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. He is chastened also with pain upon his bed and the multitude of his bones with strong pain, so that his life abhorreth bread and his soul dainty meat. His flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. Yea, his soul draweth near unto the grave, and his life to the destroyers. If there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto man his uprightness, then he is gracious unto him, and saith, 
deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. He shall pray unto God, and he will be favorable unto him. And he shall see his face with joy, for he will render unto a man his righteousness. He looketh upon man, and say, And if any say, I have sinned, and perverted that which was right, and it profited me not. He will deliver his soul from going into the pit, and his life shall see the light. Lo, all these things worketh God oftentimes with man, to bring back his soul from the pit, to be enlightened with the light of the living. Mark well, O Job, hearken unto me. Hold thy peace, and I will speak. If thou hast anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify thee. If not, hearken unto me. Hold thy peace, and I shall teach thee wisdom. We are going to end there at the end of chapter 33 for the day. We will finish Job tomorrow. Don't forget, we do a Saturday book of Job at 9 a.m., not at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. is way too early on a Saturday when I don't have to get up and get the kids to school. So we will finish the book of Job tomorrow and start on Psalms on Monday. So, Liana is coming up next. Right here, uh, both on our channels and on her own channels. I encourage you to go watch on her own channels, the Liana Wilbert Show on Pilled.net and on Rumble. Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the Patriot Party podcast. So come and check it out there for your news and whatnots of the world. And uh, again, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. to finish up the book of Job. So thank you all for watching. I pray that God keeps you all safe and comforted in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us. May you all be blessed and have a wonderful day. I'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for watching. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Saturday. Fun times. Not that it really matters. The days of the week is just another control method for time. Although without them, how would we know what day to rest? How do we know what day to rest? Calendar has been corrupted for a long time. Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? Is it whatever day you're off of work? What if you don't get a day off of work? Well, <clears throat> I say whatever day that you don't have to go to work, you throw time away and just do your thing. Do your thing based on God's time. But that was the last test. There's a new test. You ready? The seven tests. Some say that time is a virtue. Others will say that time is of the essence. If one single action can change time, we should be very vigilant to our actions and what the effect will be. While time is merely just a marker, how we get there 
is based purely on our actions. Are your actions based upon love? Are your actions performed with respect to loyalty? Are your actions done in faith to your Lord God? Commitment, dedication, respect, punctuality, friendliness, honor, strength, confidence are all definitions of loyalty, love and faith. What sets them apart? Is there a difference? To find out why you are here, we must discover the true reason why. Answer the five questions while describing loyalty, love, and faith. I don't know what keeps stinging. Find the differences or give you a reason why they are the same. So here's the five questions. We're going to do what we did last week. We're going to watch, we're going to answer each one each day, starting on Monday. So. Who taught you loyalty, love, faith? What is loyalty, love, faith? Where do you find loyalty, love, and faith? How do you share or give loyalty, love, and faith? Why are they important to your journey, to your marker? Mm -hmm. Interesting. We talk about loyalty a lot. It's pretty much the driving force behind most of our actions. So, but Brother Matt has a new message for us. So while I let y'all ponder on that a little bit, and I will write it in a substack as well as the last test as well the answers to the last test at some point. But let's listen to Brother Matt before we get started today, because we're going to finish the book of Job today. Excited. Here's some Brother Matt for you. Uh, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to share today is from February 8th, 2024. It came uh, just last night. A bit different from a lot of times when the Lord has given me these messages, it's very early in the morning, um, like 1 or 2 or 3 a.m. This actually came last night before uh, before we had even had dinner. Um, so a bit different from how it's normally given or when it's normally given. Um if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to subscribe and like on like the video and hit the notification bell. Make a comment. Uh, these are all things that help promote this video to other people so other people can hear um, the message that's here. Um, also encourage you, if you have prayer requests, you can put those in the comment section so that I can pray for you for the, so that others on the channel can pray for you as well. Uh, that's a good thing we can do to support each other. Uh, I want you to know, too, all of the words from the prophetic messages I post over on Substack, the, the transcription, um, and uh, I usually post that with uh, some cross-references and annotations and things. Um, so there'll be a link for the Substack at the end of this video. You can click over there. You can read everything for yourself. Um, 
I uh, collected a series of about 52 of these messages, the messages the Lord gave between Passover and Pentecost um, into this book. It's called Tell My People. It's available on Amazon and Kindle and all of that stuff. It's also available here. All the videos are on YouTube uh, for free, and I'm reposting that on, on Substack. That's also for free. But if you wanted a copy of it, a printed copy, you can get one on Amazon or you can get the Kindle version. And you can have a paper copy of it. Um, so I know some people were printing, printing this stuff out, which is fine also. You know, it's all, it's all available. We're trying to make it available uh, to as many people as possible in as many different ways as possible. I feel like the importance of getting the, these words uh, out however we can is, uh, is, is part of the work that the Lord's given us to do. I know some, someone recently asked about reposting one of the shorts um, and translating it into Portuguese, I guess, so that they could put it out to um, people in Brazil. I, I, I'm very supportive of that. I, I, I want to see the message reach as many people as possible. I think that that's the Lord's desire. So if you, uh, if you want to help get it out there to somebody else, please feel free, free to write me. My email address is in, is in the description box so you can check it out there. Um, okay, so February 8th, 2024, uh, this is what the Lord said. I am he. He who was and who is and who is to come. He who is called the light. He who is not overcome by the darkness. He who is called the way, the truth. For there is no truth apart from me. Listen to me and heed my words while there is yet time. O man, O peoples, O nations. The time will come when you shall see the Lord standing on the Mount of Olives. For every eye shall see him and every knee shall bow before him. Prepare yourselves, O people, O nations, for the day, the great day of the Lord is coming swiftly upon you. Make ready, O daughter of Zion, for your king is coming to you. His appearance is like the sun. For who has beheld his glory? Who among you could stand? Only he who has washed his robe in the blood of the Lamb. For he shall not be ashamed at the coming of the Lord. He shall come upon you like lightning and with terrible thunder. And the whole earth shall tremble before him. His day shall be a day of woe and terror for many. For when he comes, he comes for judgment, and a sword is in his hand. Turn to me, O you peoples of the earth, for the great day of the Lord is coming upon you. Turn to him 
and be saved while there is yet time for you. For time soon shall be no more. For he who is called faithful and true has declared this message unto you. Wise is the man who heeds this word. Listen to me, O you sleepers, sleeping in the house of the Lord. Wake up, for the day is upon you. I would have you sleep no more. Awake, awake, O sleepers, sleeping in the house of the Lord. Do you not know? Have you not seen? Have you not heard? The day is upon you where no man can sleep. Rise up, O peoples of the Lord. Shake off your dust, for the day is here. Would you have me spit you out of my mouth? Oh, you lukewarm. Remember the things you did at first. Remember the zeal you felt when it began. Remember your first love and return to me. Oh, you backsliders, you prodigals, return to me. And do the things you did at first. I, the Lord, he who took on flesh and dwelt among you, he who is called the Nazarene, he who was born of the virgin womb, he who was crucified for your sin, that an entrance might be made for you, he who was buried. In a tomb, he who was risen on the third day, he who fulfilled the sign of Jonah, he who is risen, he who appeared, he who ascended, he who is coming soon, it is he who speaks to you. Wise is the man who listens to me. That, brothers and sisters, is the word uh, that the Lord gave for February 8th, 2024. Um, Brothers and sisters, I pray the Lord's blessing uh, be with you, that he encourage you and strengthen you in these days. And um, I'll see you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. If y'all listened carefully, you would have heard the tests over the last few weeks and the one that we just got this morning reflected in Matt's message. Think about it. Soon time will be no more. Do you think he's referring to God's time or man's time? Personally, I think he's referring to man's time. 
That's why we've been trying to break that chain. Return to your first love, love, loyalty, faith. Is that not the same as the message, the test that we just got? <clears throat> One of my projects is to go back and I printed most of Matt's Substacks as long as as well as most of my own. And I think when I organize them, I'm gonna put them in sequential order, date order, right? Because I want to see how they line up because I'm pretty sure they're very close. That the message is repeated one after another from one messenger to the next. All three of them, messages from Gabriel, messages from Muriel, messages from Emmanuel, they're all the same. Sometimes even the words are the same. Just the delivery is different. So, uh, Carl over here, Killer Carl over in Rumble said, I've prayed and God has put it in my heart to start a Rumble channel. Can you please follow me on Rumble, my new video, and share it and help me build this channel? I appreciate it. God bless all of you. Not sure if this is the path I'm supposed to be on, but in my heart, God is telling me it's the way I can make a difference. Either way, I thank all of you. Please say a prayer for me and my channel that God leads us in the proper way. Thank you all for your support. You're very welcome, Carl. I'll tell you what. That's how we started this. We didn't know if we were supposed to do a podcast. And then one day, almost three and a half years ago, three and a quarter years ago, God told us to stick a microphone on the side of a computer and start talking. And then a few weeks ago, four months ago now, man, time flies. God pressed upon me to start the good book. Here we are. So if you prayed and this is where you are, Carl, then that's the path you're supposed to be on. So we'll check it out. Maybe look at it on True Spiracy tomorrow because today isn't the place, or the good book is not the place for it. True Spiracy tomorrow is going to be kind of a, a grab bag of things because it is the Super Bowl in the evening. We have a lot of news to catch up on random things. So True Spiracy tomorrow, like I said, grab bag. Anyway, let's pray before we get into it here because I do want to finish the book of Job today. Just uh, Ellsworth, click on his name above you and it'll bring you to his channel. Killer Carl, all one word, all lowercase. Carl with a C. So, dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return, which we know is soon. Thank you for sending us your messengers. For telling us what it is that we need to do to prepare. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. We actually have to do it. Thank you for 
time. Love. Faith. Loyalty. That is where we learn all of that from you, God. Thank you for my animals. In reading that first question, where did you learn loyalty? I learned it from a dog. What is dog in reverse? Hmm. The very first, when I was four, three, four, I learned loyalty and love from my dog. So thank you for our animals that teach us about unconditional love and loyalty and faith. There's a joke. If you want to know who loves you more, your wife or your dog, put them both in the trunk of a car for two hours and when you open it, see which one's happy to see you. <laughs> Thank you for our animals. Thank you for our children whose innocence and curiosity and joy in life Remind us of what we're fighting for. Thank you for my husband. He was in here fixing the computer, making it stop beeping at me while Brother Matt was playing. He is my rock. Thank you for our friends and family. New ones who join us every day ones who've been with us since the beginning, ones who we have yet to meet, but we have faith that we will join them. They will join us on our path back to you. Thank you for showing us that path. Dear God, thank you for giving us ears to hear, eyes to see, the understanding to know what that means, the discernment to be able to sift the lies from the truth, the courage to speak the truth, regardless of the consequences, the ridicule, doesn't matter. Thank you. Thank you for life, every single day. Thank you for life. My roosters are having a crowing contest right now, if you couldn't hear. I'm sure you can hear, because if I can hear them with my headphones on, y'all can absolutely hear them. They are loud this morning. They're crowing at the rooster across the pond. There's another rooster that lives on the other side of the pond. And they have to tell each other everything that happened for the entire day at the top of their lungs at the start of the day. They'll settle down in a little bit. They were looking for uh, the two girls that I removed yesterday though. Especially they were looking for little mama. Captain Sparkles, my little frizzle rooster, was looking for little mama, but he's such a bully, I don't want to put him back there with him. Because I moved the two girls into the backyard to my workshop to keep them safe while they heal or just not to be bullied. Hmm. And I'll tell you what, when I went out to get that chicken yesterday, the big one, the one that was injured that I put back in the flock, Emmy. 
and she was hiding under her bush as she has been since I put her back in the flock. She comes running in at the end of the night into the enclosure when she sees everyone else has gone in. But I had to pull her because they've just, she'd see me coming, she'd come run out and then someone else would peck at her, jump on her, bully her, whatever. So I had to pull her. So when I went out yesterday to go get her, and she saw me and she came out from under her bush and one of the roosters came after her and she came right over, like ran as fast as she could to me and like hid behind my legs like like she was a dog or a small child. And I picked her up and she just splayed out. She let her wings go limp, draped over my arm. She put her head, like tilted her head to the side and started rubbing her beak on my arm like she was giving me kisses. And she just laid there like she was taking a nap, just half asleep, her neck lulled out. And she did not want to get down out of my arms, but she was very happy when I put her in the back. And uh, very curious when I built her a coop out of dog cages. And she and little mama have been chilling back there. So trust, love, faith, loyalty. These are the things our animals teach us. So. But I do want to ponder that a little bit more. So. <laughs> All right, the book of Job. Chapter 34, if you remember, Job finished speaking, and Elihu, who was the youngest of his friends, had kept his peace until Job finished lamenting his soul, and then Elihu spoke up. So here we go, chapter 34. Furthermore, Elihu answered and said, Hear my words, O ye wise men, and give ear unto me ye that have knowledge. For the ear trieth words, as the mouth tasteth meat. Let us choose to us judgment. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job hath said, I am righteous, and God hath taken away my judgment. Should I lie against my right? My wound is incurable without transgression. What man is like Job? who drinketh up scorning like water, which goeth in company with the workers of iniquity and walketh with wicked men. For he hath said, It profiteth a man nothing that he should delight himself with God. Therefore, hearken unto me, ye men of understanding. Far be it from God that he should do wickedness and from the Almighty that he should commit iniquity. For the work of a man shall he render unto him and cause every man to find according to his ways. Yea, surely God will not do wickedly, neither will the Almighty pervert judgment. Who hath given him a charge over the earth? Or who hath disposed the whole world? If he set his heart upon man, if he gather unto himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh shall perish together, and man shall turn again into dust. If now thou hast understanding, hear this, hearken to the voice of my words. 
Shall even he that hateth right govern? And wilt thou condemn him that is most just? Is it fit to say to a king, thou art wicked? And to princes, ye are ungodly? How much less to him that accepteth not the person of princes, nor regardeth the rich more than the poor? For they are all the work of his hands. In a moment shall they die, and the people shall be troubled at midnight and pass away, and the mighty shall be taken away without hand. For his eyes are upon the ways of man, and he seeth all his goings. There is no darkness nor shadow of death where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. For he will not lay upon man more than right that he should enter into judgment with God. He shall break in pieces mighty men without number and set others in their stead. Therefore he knoweth their works and he overturneth them in the night so that they are destroyed. He striketh them as wicked men in the open sight of others because they turned back from him and would not consider any of his ways so that they cause the cry of the poor to come unto him and he heareth the cry of the afflicted. When he giveth quietness, who then can make trouble? And when he hideth his face, who then can behold him? Whether it be done against a nation or against a man only, that the hypocrite reign not, lest the people be ensnared. Surely it is meet to be said unto God, I have borne chastisement, I will not offend any more. That which I see not, teach thou me. If I have done iniquity, I will do no more. Should it be according to thy mind? He will recompense it, whether thou refuse or whether thou choose, and not I. Therefore speak what thou knowest. Let man of understanding tell me, and let a wise man hearken unto me. Job hath spoken without knowledge, and his words were without wisdom. My desire is that Job may be tried unto the end because of his answers for wicked men. For he addeth rebellion unto his sin. He clappeth his hands among us and multiplieth his words against God. Chapter 35. Elihu spake moreover and said, Thinkest thou this to be right, that thou saidest, My righteousness is more than God's? For thou saidest, What advantage will it be unto thee? And what profit shall I have if I be cleansed from my sin? I will answer thee and thy companions with thee. Look unto the heavens and see. And behold the clouds which are higher than thou. If thou sinnest, what doest thou against him? Or if thy transgressions be multiplied, what doest thou unto him? If thou be righteous, what givest thou him? Or what receiveth he of thine hand? Thy wickedness may hurt a man as thou art, and thy righteousness may profit the son of man. By reason of the multitude of oppressions, they make the oppressed to cry. They cry out by reason of the arm of the mighty, but none saith, Where is God my maker, who giveth songs in the night, who teacheth us, teacheth us more than the beasts of the earth, who maketh us wiser than the fowls of heaven? There they cry, but none giveth answer, because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not hear vanity, 
neither will the Almighty regard it. Although thou sayest thou shalt not see him, yet judgment is before him. Therefore trust thou in him. But now, because it is not so, he hath visited in his anger, yet he knoweth it not in great extremity. Therefore doth Job open his mouth in vain. He multiplieth words without knowledge. Chapter 36. Elihu also proceeded and said, Suffer me a little, and I will show thee that I have yet to speak on God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar and will ascribe it righteousness to my maker. For truly my words shall not be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. Behold, God is mighty and despiseth, despiseth not any. He is mighty in strength and wisdom. He preserveth not the life of the wicked, but giveth right to the poor. He withdraweth not his eyes from the righteous, but with kings are they on the throne. Yea, he doth establish them forever, and they are exalted. And if they be bound in fetters, and beholden in cords of affliction, then he showeth them their work, and their transgressions that they have exceeded. He openeth also their ear to discipline, and commandeth that they return from iniquity. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. But the hypocrites in heart heap up wrath and they cry not when he bindeth them. They die in youth and their life is among the unclean. He delivereth the poor in his affliction, and openeth their ears in oppression. Even so would he have removed thee out of the strait into a broad place where there is no straightness, and that which should be set on thy table should be full of fatness. But thou hast fulfilled the judgment of the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold on thee, because there is wrath. Beware, lest he take thee away with his stroke. Then a great ransom cannot deliver thee. Will he esteemeth thy riches? No, not gold, nor all the forces of strength. Desire not the night when people are cut off in their place. Take heed, regard not iniquity, for this hast thou chosen rather than affliction. Behold, God exalteth by his power who teacheth like him. Who hath enjoined him his way? Or who can say, thou hast wrought iniquity? Remember that thou magnify his work, which men behold. Every man may see it. Man may behold it afar off. Behold, God is great, and we know him not. Neither can the number of his years be searched out. For he maketh small the drops of water. They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof, which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. Also can any understanding understand the spreading of the clouds? or the noise of his tabernacle? Behold, he spreadeth his light upon it, and covereth the bottom of the sea. For by them judgeth he the people, he giveth meat in abundance. With clouds he covereth the light, and commandeth it not to shine by the cloud that cometh betwixt. The noise thereof showeth concerning it, the cattle also concerning the vapor. Chapter 37 At this also my heart trembleth, 
and is moved out of his place. Hear attentively the noise of his voice and the sound that goeth out of his mouth. He directeth it under the whole heaven and is lightning onto the ends of the earth. After it a voice roareth, he thundereth with the voice of his excellency, and he will not stay them when his voice is heard. God thundereth marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he, which we cannot comprehend. For he saith to the snow, Be thou on the earth, likewise to the small rain, and to the great rain of his strength. He sealeth up the hands of every man, that all men may know his work. Then the beasts go into dens and remain in their places. Out of the south cometh the whirlwind and cold out of the north. By the breath of God, frost is given and the breath of the waters is straightened. Also by watering, he wearieth the thick cloud. He scattereth his bright cloud and it is turned round about by his counsels that they may do whatsoever he commandeth them upon the face of the world in the earth. He causeth it to come, whether for correction, or for his land, or for mercy. Hearken unto this, O Job. Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Dost thou know when God disposed them and caused the light of his cloud to shine? Dost thou know the balancings of the clouds, the wondrous works of him which is perfect in knowledge? how thy garments are warm when he quieteth the earth by the south wind. Hast thou with him spread out the sky, which is strong and as a molten looking glass? Teach us what we shall say unto him, for we cannot order our speak by reason of darkness. Shall it be told him that I speak? If a man speak, surely he shall be swallowed up. And now men see not the bright light which is in the clouds but the wind passeth and cleanseth them. Fair weather, come out of the north, with God is terrible majesty. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in judgment, and in plenty of justice, he will not afflict. Men do therefore fear him. He respecteth not any that are wise of heart. Chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding. Who hast laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it brake forth as if it had issued out of the womb? When I made the cloud the garment thereof and thick darkness a swaddling band for it and break it up from my decreed place and set bars and doors and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further. And here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days and caused the day spring to know his place that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it? 
It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. From the wicked their light is withholden, and the high arm shall be broken. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea? Or hast thou walked in the search of the depth? Have the gates of death been opened unto thee? Or hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Hast thou perceived the breath of the earth? Declare if thou knowest it all. Where is the way where light dwelleth? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof, that thou shouldest take it to the bound thereof, and that thou shouldest know the paths to the house thereof? Knowest thou it, because thou wast then born, or because the number of thy days is great? Hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow, or hast thou seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the light parted, which scattereth the east wind upon the earth? Who hath divided a watercourse for the overflowing of waters, or a way for the lightning of thunder, to cause it to rain on the earth where no man is, on the wilderness wherein there is no man, to satisfy the desolate and waste ground, and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth? Hast the rain a father? Or who hath begotten the drops of dew? Out of whose womb came the ice, and the hoary frost of heaven, who hath gendered it? The, war, the waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pallades, or loose the bands of Orion? Canst thou bring forth Maseroth in his season, or canst thou guide Octorus with his sons? Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof? In the earth? Canst thou lift up thy voice to the clouds that abundance of waters may cover thee? Canst thou send lightnings that they may go and say unto thee, Here we are? Who hath put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who hath given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds in wisdom? Or who can stay the bottles of heaven when the dust groweth into hardness? and the clods cleave fast together. Wilt thou hunt the prey for the lion, or fill the appetite of the young lions, when they couch in their dens and abide in the, in the covert to lie in wait? Who provideth for the raven his food, when his young ones cry unto God, they wander for lack of meat? Chapter 39 Knowest thou time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Or canst thou mark when the hinds do calve? Canst thou number the months that they fulfill? Or knowest thou the time when they bring forth? They bow themselves. They bring forth their young ones. They cast out their sorrows. Their young ones are in good liking. And they grow up with corn. They go forth and return not unto them. Who hath sent out the wild ass free? Or who hath loosed the bands of the wild ass? Whose house I have made the wilderness and the barren lands his dwellings? He scorneth the multitude of the city, neither regardeth he the crying of the driver. The range of the mountains is his pasture, and he searcheth after every green thing. 
Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide by thy crib? Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow? Or will he harrow the valleys after thee? Wilt thou trust him because his strength is great? Or wilt thou leave thy labor to him? Wilt thou believe him that he will bring home thy seed and gather it into thy barn? Gavest thou the goodly wings unto the peacocks, or wings and feathers unto the ostrich, which leaveth her eggs in the earth, and warmeth them in dust, and forgetteth that the foot may crush them, or the wild beast may break them? She is hardened against her young ones, as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear, because God hath deprived her of wisdom, neither hath he imparted to her understanding. What time she lifteth up herself on high, she scorneth the horse and his rider. Hast thou given the horse strength? Hast thou clothed his neck with thunder? Canst thou make him afraid as a grasshopper? <coughs> the glory of his nostrils is terrible. He paweth in the valley and rejoiceth in his strength. He goeth on to meet the armed men. He mocketh at fear and is not affrightened. Neither turneth he back from the sword. The quiver rattleth against him and the glittering spear with the shield. He swalloweth the ground with fierceness and rage. Neither believeth he that, that it, it is a, the sound of the trumpet. Neither believeth he that it is the sound of the trumpet. He saith among the trumpets, ha ha and he smelleth the battle afar off, the thunder of the captains and the shouting. Doth the hawk fly by thy wisdom and stretch her wings toward the south? Doth the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? She dwelleth and abideth on the rock, upon the crag of rock and the strong place. From thence she seeketh the prey, and her eyes behold afar off. Her young ones also suck up blood. And where the slain are, there is she. Chapter 40 Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproveth God, let him answer it. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay mine hand upon my mouth. Once I have spoken, but I will not answer. Yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind and said, Gird up thy loins now like a man. I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. Wilt thou also disannul my judgment? Wilt thou condemn me, that thou mayest be righteous? Hast thou an arm like God, or canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Deck thyself now with majesty and excellency, and array thyself with glory and beauty. Cast abroad the rage of thy wrath, and behold every one that is proud, and abase him. Look on everyone that is proud and bring him low and tread down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together and bind their faces in secret. 
Then will I also confess unto thee that thine own right hand can save thee. Behold now, behemoth, which I made with thee, he eateth grass as an ox. Lo now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him forth food where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees in the covert of the reeds and fens. The shady trees cover him with their shadow. The willows of the brook compass him about. Beholdeth, he drinketh up a river and hasteth not. He trusteth that he can drop Jordan into his mouth. He taketh it with his eyes. His nose pierceth through snares. Chapter 41. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with a hook or his tongue with a cord which thou lettest down? Canst thou put an hook into his nose or bore his jaw through with a thorn? Will he make many supplications unto thee? Will he speak soft words unto thee? Will he make a covenant with thee? Wilt thou take him for a servant forever? Wilt thou play with him as with a bird? Or wilt thou bind him for thy maidens? Shall the companions make a banquet of him? Shall they part him among the merchants? Canst thou fill his skin with barbed irons? Or his head with fish spears? Lay thine hand upon him. Remember the battle. Do no more. Behold. The hope of him is in vain. Shall not one be cast down even at the sight of him? None is so fierce that dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand before me? Who hath prevented me that I should repay him? Whatsoever is under the whole heaven is mine. I will not conceal his parts, nor his power, nor his comely proportion. Who can discover the face of his garment? Or who can come to him with his double bridle? Who can open the doors of his faith? His face, his teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together that they cannot be sundered. By his sneezings, a light doth shine, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lamps, and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils goeth smoke, as out of a seething pot or cauldron. His breath kindleth coals, and a flame goeth out of his mouth. In his neck remaineth strength, and sorrow is turned into joy before him. The flakes of his flesh are joined together. They are firm in themselves. They cannot be moved. His heart is as firm as a stone, yea, as hard as a piece of the nether millstone. When he raiseth, raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. By reason of breakings, they purify themselves. 
the sword of him that layeth at him cannot hold, the spear, the dart, nor the habergen. He esteemeth iron as straw and brass as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned with him into stubble. Darts are counted as stubble. He laugheth at the shaking of a spear. Sharp stones are under him. He spreadeth sharp pointed things upon the mire. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He maketh the sea like a pot of ointment. He maketh a path to shine after him. One would think the deep to be hoary. Upon earth there is not his like who is made without fear. He beholdeth all high things. He is a king over all the children of pride. Chapter 42. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, and repent in dust and ashes. And it was so, that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, for ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job hath. Therefore, take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up yourselves for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you, for him will I accept lest I deal with you after your folly, and that I have not, ye have not spoken of me the thing which is right, like my servant Job. So Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Nathamite went and did according as the Lord commanded them. The Lord also accepted Job. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then came there unto him all his brethren and all his sisters and all they that had been of his acquaintance before and did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money and every one an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a 1,000 yoke of oxen and a 1,000 she-asses. He also had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima and the name of the second Kezia and the name of the third Karen Hapuk. And in all the land were no women found so fair as the daughters of Job. And their father gave them inheritance among their brethren. After this lived Job an hundred and forty years and saw his sons and his sons' sons, even four generation. So Job died, being old and full of days. Hmm.
giants and dragons, Vithians. Are these the things that we shall see when the veil parts? There's a lot in there. There's a lot in Job that speaks to the times that we're in now. A warning. Did y'all catch any of that? There's a lot of prophecy in there. Hmm. Anyway, we'll think on that a bit. So I will be back today, this afternoon, 1.45 for the pre-show, 2 p.m. for the start of Freedom Gardens. Unfortunately, Heather cannot join me today as she has to work, but that's okay. Uh, so yeah, Freedom Gardens at 2 p.m. And then Mick and I will be back tomorrow afternoon, again, 1.45 for the pre-show, 2 p.m. for the start of Truespiracy, which is going to be a bit of a grab bag, as I said before. And uh, don't forget if you missed anything this week, if you missed, if you're just coming in now at the end of this show, or uh, you missed any of yesterday's shows, those will replay tonight starting at 9 p.m. So come and check it out. Until then, I pray God keeps you all safe and warm and protected in the shadow of his wing until he returns. God bless you all. And thanks for watching. I'll see you on the flip side. Chill, don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake, violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight, pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, one day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you But nobody's been arrested 
read it in the testament These children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists Both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Blind, not a sheep Only kneel to my God So I'm dying on my feet uh, Silence when we speak But there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full I'm optimistic People are sadistic So vicious and malicious Praying for assistance To overcome my position Or I'm gonna start resisting And then I pray for forgiveness oh, This puppet show stays on because of you Show stays on because of you.